Hey, everybody. It's... It's... Podcast of the Gundam Lactic here. It's a very uh, solemn we, opening here. For all very... grown up. We watched Grown Ups, which is a film by Happy Madison. I'm going to um, dispute that. I'm not sure I'm going to call this a film. I think that's an insult to films. I think this is basically one step above uh, vacation photos. Like yeah. it's vacation, it's vacation video shot by a professional team. Yep. Uh, where they forced one of their friends to still just be a character. Sorry, yeah. Rob. <laughs> there was a review I saw in Rotten Tomatoes where uh, critics said basically that is like, have you ever been in a group of friends that are laughing at an inside joke and you just stand there? Yep. That's that's this. That's film. the whole movie. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, the number of times they do not jokes, and it's clearly improv, and it's clearly them trying to do little zingers at each other that aren't good or funny. No. Yeah, or you're smart. a fat... That's that made me laugh more than most of the jokes. <laughs> yeah, like, it's kind of like how the one th- time I laughed at this movie, it was just a void. It was because yeah. there was a lack of anything happening, and that just by like my my comedy compass was so far out of whack because I had been so deeply mired in not funny for the last like hour that just nothing was was hilarious. Yeah. Nothing was hilarious. Like the void was hysterical. Yeah. I was talking to you the other night about this. I only laughed at one thing and it was not in the way they intended it. So same. I mean, same. It was kind of, yeah. I already don't remember if we laughed at anything. I, did a couple of times, but again, not in the way they intended, I Never. think. I, I gotta be honest here. So I started watching this at three in the afternoon after drinking two beers, and it took me close to seven hours to finish this film. Because oh, I would I would watch a scene, <laughs> sit there, and just be sad for a second, then start typing up what I saw in the scene, and then just have to get up and go do something else for ten minutes. It was that yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, the the way I watched it to make it so I could sit through it in one session and not do that because I knew I would do the exact same thing uh, was I coerced my friends uh, Doc and DCT and uh, Wandering Newbie to uh, watch it with me as well. Um, there were some very funny moments from that that I'll talk about later when they come <laughs> up uh, because, holy shit, uh, one of the funniest things happened at the end of this film. And again, it was... Not the film, <laughs> and it was nothing to do with the film. It was one of my friends having a soul-crushing realization that I caught on tape and will a- add to the end of it. So That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so... We, we just watched it the one night we don't stream. We yep. were just like, we, we have to. We should get time. this out of the way. Let's just sit and watch <laughs> it, and so we're not, like, going to bed directly after it, essentially. Let's not go to bed angry. Yeah, let's not go to bed angry. They say that to wedded couples. They don't say what you're supposed to be angry about. It's just like, don't go to bed angry in general. (laughs) Good life plan there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so let's start this off because it's going to take two hours anyway. Uh, Intro credits is Happy Madison. I hate everything he stands for. We get the title card. We see 
uh, it's definitely like a flashback setup. 1978 of, or some shit. Yeah, there's a bunch of kids playing basketball. I, I guess I'll give the caster credit. Like, the kids kind of look like the adult versions of the actors they're supposed to play, so I guess a good job there. It's decent um, enough. And I guess before we go any further, these characters have names in this film, but I'm not going to dignify by knowing what these are. No. I'm just going to call them by the actors' names or what they are in relation to the five main actors' names. And so you'll first hear of all, Adam Sandler's Sandler wife. is named Lenny, so fuck that. He's Adam yeah, Sandler. I'm, Wait, what? Yeah, they, they had names? <laughs> they had they names? Did, what? Yeah. No. It's, no. I know it's very easy to make that mistake because we also, the entire time we were watching the film, just referred to them as Adam yep. Sandler and <laughs> Kevin James and David Spade because... That's who they are in the movie as well. Exactly. The only, like, this the only very person who deserves a character name is Rob Schneider. And that's and I want to put Rob. that on the table for everybody to hold right now. Rob Schneider might be the best actor in this film. Yo, you're because right. I agree with you. Yep. And it's yeah. they're the yeah. only one who acted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I'll take that back. Steve Buscemi is the best actor in the film because he's Steve Buscemi. But I mean, of the oh, main right, characters right. that don't have this Steve cameos. Steve Buscemi's in there for a bit. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so we see these child uh, playing a game of basketball. It's like a championship game or whatever, and these kids are doing like slow mo action shots. Um, we already broke down laughing at this point uh, about the concept of having to deal with the fact that when you grow up, there's a chance someone who's dating you uh, looks you up and finds out on IMDb that you were young Rob Schneider, <laughs> <laughs> and just like. Man, do you oh. like need to use like a pseudonym for that from then on out? Like, how do you get away with that? Like, that's an Alan damn, Smithy you, credit right I there. I know the part of Young Rob Schneider would be played by Alan Smithy. Yeah, so <laughs> we see the uh, five uh, kid versions of these actors playing basketball. Like Kevin James checks a kid, Rock double dribbles, and the ref calls him on it. And we get our first joke is why? Because I'm black. Good joke. Got him. Uh, by the way, fucking Chris Rock needs to like see his agent or something because I don't know how the fuck like did he have the like he had a favor the oh fucking Adam Sandler for this film. I don't I don't get why he just wanted here. to get paid like I don't know some money. Yeah, wanted to go yeah. on vacation and get paid. Yeah, that's what this movie is. Yeah, we see uh, young David Spade looking at the girls in the bleachers, and then we see Rob Schneider also looking at the girls in the bleachers, but he's actually looking at the mom behind it the cuts girls. Cuts up to the mom, and she's like me, and then it just goes on. So you know everything about his character now. Yeah, so we get an exposition, like kind of voiceover. The coach is telling them they need the score within 10 seconds of win because it's a tied game with 10 seconds left. Of course it is. Uh, they eventually do get the point in a very slow-mo shot. Uh, one of the kids calls foul that he was over the line, but no one cares. They're all swamping the you know court and cheering and everything. Uh, we skip a bit to later on that night. I guess like they had a party on this lakeside family cabin, and the coach is there. And everybody's celebrating victory. And this coach guy starts giving a victory speech saying how they're all championships. And, like, you need to play life just like you played that game. So when the buzzer goes off, you have no regrets. And then, like, it shows, like, everybody loves the coach. Coach is a great guy. Three cheers for coach. There is this is all right, everybody. Like, I hope you enjoyed the plot. Yeah, because that's, that's all it. we're yes. going to yep. see of it for the next 50 minutes. Bingo. It's... That was it. Yeah, like, that was the setup. That's the reason they're all getting together. And as soon as they establish that, it's just the it's just it's vacation just video. So, uh, welcome to hell, folks. That was the only writing you're going to see. Yeah. Yep. Let's do it. The only camera work, too, by the way. Yeah. Yep. The basketball that. game is the most dynamically shot thing. And that's the first basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we get a time skip 30 years later. Um, we see him Beverly Hills Mansion. Um, 
there's these two kids inside. They're playing what is very obviously a parody of some sort of like murder simulator 5000 or something. Like they really toned it up to 11. It's a lazy Grand Theft Auto thing and they're like running around on a boat. But the problem is like the quality of the graphics is like we're going to move these refrigerators like that level. (laughs) (laughs) It's not great. Uh, and also, Adam Sandler, it's known you like video games, you fucking chud. But and and he does me. a bit, too. Yeah, and it doesn't work. He's like, oh, are you going to kill somebody? I'm Adam Sandler. Oh, oh so you're, so you're on a cruise ship. And he like just cuts over and it's just describing, oh, are you going to chainsaw now? And then the kid's like, yeah, it's cool. That's why. Shut up. Like, <laughs> Not everything needs to have a reason, fucker. Yeah, yeah the thing so- is, this film is about, I don't know, 10, 15 years too late. Like... Kids have been growing up with video games for, like, two decades now. God, I mean, like, on. it's supposed to show that these kids are, like, I don't know. We're supposed to hate the kids, and I kind of do, but it's just <laughs> well, a I mean, bad way of doing all it. all Adam Sandler's fault. Yep. Well, the, yeah, that's the thing, too, is there's a there's a thing you're going to want to pay attention if you watch this movie. First of all, don't how dare you jettison my <laughs> gift? I watched this film so you didn't have to, and you dare. You dare. But <laughs> that aside, um, they never get the concept of perhaps it is the parents' fault that their kids who are still well, no, minors no, no. are incredibly they, shitty. They do blame the mom. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Sorry. I forgot. Women are allowed to be wrong. The yes. children yeah. and the women are allowed to be wrong, but the poor, yes. <laughs> the Adam poor Sandler. men. Adam Sandler just has spoiled kids it's, for no reason whatsoever. It's really bad, too, because really they blame the this on the thing. wife later. And like, like Adam Sandler in the first fucking scene, it showed that he's a big shot Hollywood agent. Don't piss me off. And it's like, you're a fucker. No one cares about dude, you. This and is your fault. That's the thing. I don't understand how this film came to pass because, like, like, I'm from the location that most of Adam Sandler's films are, like, intended to target. Like, Middle America, you know, like, the mid- the Midwest, you know, United, like, Indiana area. And this film, his character is so unlikable right away, and there's never character development. Like, it never happens. He's just yeah. a fucking shitty rich guy the whole time that's not relatable at all. To anyone. He's been doing that in a lot of his later films. He's He has to, like, aggrandize himself about, like, you know, he's he's a super successful guy in, like, every movie he plays now, and it's really weird. Yeah, you go back to his old ones, and he's, like, an everyman kind of character, and you can just see the slow progression yeah. of him getting richer in real life. And then get richer in his films. Yeah, it's sad too because his earlier films like Waterboy and uh, Happy Gilmore are actually funny in some places. Oh, yeah. As opposed to his later shit, which is just garbage the entire time. Yeah. Okay, but um, we sit down. uh, Adam Sandler sits down next to these kids. They're playing the stupid uh, video game. He's got a box of shoots and ladders, which is one of the worst games you could ever play. Like, it's not even really a game. There's no, yeah, there's no game in it. It's Candyland. They are about six years too old for Snakes and Ladders. They're like 10. Yeah. Well, Toots and Ladders was disappointing when I found it on the Putt-Putt game collection. <laughs> That's how shitty Toots and Ladders is, like, just to give you an idea. In a bottom, in a mini-game collection from 1991, Toots and Ladders was not good enough. No. <laughs> it's, Out yeah, of all so, the things you could pick, Adam. Adam Sandler talks about the game. He's like, my friends and I used to play this when we were kids, and his uh, children don't really care. He's like, what does the winner get? A train bra? ha <laughs> uh, yeah. Him? yeah, so one of the kids pulls out his phone and starts texting for this nanny named Rita to get him hot chocolate. And, like, 
the other kid starts talking about how he was at the Spielbergs the other day, and they have a 105-inch TV. Why don't we have a 105-inch TV, Dad? And, yeah, like, and Adam it's Sandler, like, they're clearly horrible. Yeah, they're clearly but horrible and spoiled. The, the movie will never come back to why that might have happened. Oh, jeez. No. I wonder if the sons of a rich asshole Hollywood producer who was just on the phone yelling about how he's this big hotshot and you better pay attention oh, to him. How are they maybe, spoiled? I don't know. And maybe has a nanny of, well, we'll get into that whole fun plot yeah. line that's definitely a good joke oh, and no. not just yeah. you're an awful person forever. Yep. yep. Yeah, so um, Sandler starts talking about, why do you have chainsaws in the game? Why are you on a boat? Why are you throwing this granny overboard? It's really dumb. Okay, I have to admit, the game going, granny overboard, actually made me laugh. (laughs) Someone put effort into that joke in the sense they had to animate it, which is more than anything that Sandler's done so far. Like, I I actually kind of found that funny, just just that narrative going, granny overboard. Yeah, so (laughs) talking about how shitty Sandler is, there's a scene here of, like, the kid texting the nanny for hot chocolate, and Sandler Mm -hmm. gets mad at them for texting the nanny, but at the same time, there's a phone ringing at the background, and he's yelling at the nanny to get the phone, so he's just a huge piece of shit. He texts the nanny later in the film. Yes, he does. It's real bad. (laughs) Uh, So the nanny shows up with some hot chocolate. The kid berates her for it not being Godiva or something, and they're just huge shits. This nanny's doing nothing wrong. Um, someone else answered the phone. The nanny How says, would they possibly get so spoiled and pampered and have a taste for such things and refuse? Where could they ever have learned that behavior? It could be anywhere. Oh, well, moving on. Uh, so someone else had answered the phone. The nanny says, and then outside we cut to a scene of like this Cadillac just rolling oh over lawn furniture. By the way, so, we've cut from the comedy section of this film, and we're now right in the schmaltz. We're right in the sappy, stupid shit right now. Hard yeah, this cut, is the lifetime section. comedy yeah. to schmaltz. And Adam Sandler does this in his films, too. Yeah. So Sandler runs outside, wonders what the fuck's going on. It, his, like, seven-year-old daughter is in the car, and she, like, somehow just, like, popped the e-brake and ran over his lawn furniture. And so he's like, what the hell were you doing? And she says that someone... Uh, he, she was asking the Navy, which I guess is supposed to be the navigation system. Yeah, the, kid, where, the other kids make fun of her for it, but it's it's clear she's being just so sweet and lovable. Oh, yes, the Navy. Yeah, so she's asking the navigation system where heaven is. And Sandra's like, why do you want to know that? And he's like, well, someone on the phone said Coach died. and so the Coach went to heaven, so I yeah. wanted to look it up on the GPS. Yeah, <laughs> so... <laughs> it's so bad, too, because it's like... Not a thing a little kid would do, and not a thing a car would let a little kid do. Like, <laughs> yep. it's it's all so dumb. Yeah, so Sandler learns of this, and then he suddenly just stops caring about his daughter or his lawn furniture and starts, like, getting self-pouty because uh, the coach was important to him. He's, it's like, trying to emote there. Uh, we then cut to a couple different scenes. Uh, first is Kevin James' house. Kevin James is in an above-ground pool with his kids. Uh, his hot wife comes out and says that his mom is on the phone. Of course, since this is a film with Kevin James, he needs to have a hot wife. Yep. Um, the James tries, stipulates. Yeah, James tries to get out of this above-ground pool, but somehow rips the side and, like, all the water just flows out. So this is the beginning of a thing that comes up a lot in this film, which is Kevin James actually kind of, like, lost a lot of weight before this movie. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah like, so like, we're saying this the whole time. They yeah, keep Kevin doing James, fat jokes, and it's just, like, you're not, not that big, He's Kevin. not that fat. <laughs> 
He's not. Like, he's doing okay you, you for himself. You honestly look pretty I'm, good, dude. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he kind of had the Jack Black thing happen. And, like, he's, uh, yeah, he's in all right shape. And they keep trying to do jokes like he's this fucking 350-pound, you know, whatever. And he's clearly not. There's one I, later that is just the most obvious thing. And I it's think like, what why it is this is, in the film? I think what it is, and it's kind of sad, is that Adam Sandler just misses Chris Farley. And, like, he still yeah. writes as Chris Farley. And, like, Chris Farley could pull off these jokes if Chris <laughs> Farley was funny. But, like, James just doesn't have the chops to pull off a lot of the physical humor. So. Yeah. Anyway, the water flies out. All the kids wash out. The mom's all, like, scared that the kids are going to drown or something. But James, like, tries to get up real fast and eat shit falling into the deck trying to get on the phone to say hi to mom. I don't know where they're going with that. It never comes back. No. Uh, we cut the Chris Rock's house. Um, he hangs up a call. It's obvious the call was about the coach. Um, his wife is Maya Rudolph, which starts the trend of everybody in this film was an SNL alumni at some point. <laughs> um, she asks if he's okay. He's like, oh, I'll talk about it later. And he's all happy because he made Rachel Ray Risotto for his family. And so the kids try eat, tasting it, and they all hate it, and they think it's awful. And they complain to his wife. And his wife tells the kids, well, dad tried really hard because he's a house dad, but here's pizza. And this, like, totally just undercuts, like, everything Rock's trying to do for their family. And uh, he's really upset by this. Do you get his joke that he's a stay-at-home dad and that's not what men do? Wow. There's a lot I could say about this film about toxic masculinity. Uh, This is probably the beginning of it. It's, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. this whole thing is basically just like, oh, no, gender roles being changed. Oh, no. Like, it just absolutely, yeah. yeah, like, it plays it as a joke repeatedly and it's like, Oh, this is just this just sucks. And like you <laughs> said yeah. about the target audience for this, this would hit a target audience. So this just yep. totally misses us. Um, yeah, yeah. So his mother, uh, Chris Rock, also has his mother-in-law there. Um, she says that he's on his period. Ha ha. Again, this film needs an old black woman because Adam Sandler's still kind of hammering into those roles. Yeah. Uh, we cut the David Spade's house. Uh, he's a very messy bachelor. Um, he just has junk all over his place. Uh, he's on the phone on the side of his bed, and he's asking who's doing the funeral arrangements, and he's very somber about it. And then he asks, wait, is she still hot? Haha, ha, again, funny. Uh, there's a woman in bed next to him. We never see her or her face or anything like that, but she has on her leg a tattoo of the juice with O.J. Simpson's face. It, it's a weird, like, someone clearly thought that was funny. It, it's almost there. Like, there's almost a joke about it, but... I, I guess it's because the rest of the scene didn't actually have a joke. They were like, all right, we so, gotta put something in here. This is another problem this film has, is it doesn't know when to explain its jokes more and when to not explain its jokes at yeah. all. And, yeah. like, 99% of the time, the problem is they'll do a joke, it'll almost be funny, it'll almost register as comedy, and then the next thing a character says within fucking two microseconds is, do you get the joke? That's Here's funny. what the joke was. Yeah. It was funny because of what this person said. Yep. Yeah, like, it's They also oh, laugh so at bad. their own and jokes way too much. So much. Uh... And this is one of the few instances of them just like it, it, they should have had someone react to the yeah, joke. If they had done a good reaction shot of the juice tattoo, it could have been funny. Yeah, but no, they totally missed that. Um, he also mentions into the phone that if he doesn't make to the funeral, <laughs> it was Arlene from Applebee's. I, I don't know. We cut the Rob Schneider. Uh, he's a masseuse, and like his uh, house is like hippie-ish. I don't know how to describe it. It's very like. I don't know. What a mid what 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 you'd imagine someone in Indiana would imagine a hippie's house is like. Yeah, yeah. 
So he gets noticed at the funeral. <laughs> um, he asks the person on the massage table in front of him to go with him. Yeah, it's also uh, like a lady. Like you don't see her face. It's you, you just know, see her blonde face, hair. Yeah, down yeah. on the uh, massage so, table. Yeah, she gets up. She's quite older. Um, she says she'll postpone her cataract surgery to go with him. Um, then, like Rob Schneider pulls out a rock out of a steamer and burns his hands, and then burns her back. I don't know why. They needed some. Yeah. There was a hot rock joke, which you know, all the everybody's in on that hot rock massage joke trade. Yeah, physical uh. comedy is not funny if it's like the only thing that's happening in the scene. Like it has to be like part of the flow of the scene to be funny. Like if he was talking casually yeah. on the phone and then like he picked up the rock and it was very hot and then like he's still trying to act casual on the phone while this hot rock is burning him, that it would could be funnier work. than him just picking up the rock, <laughs> screaming at the camera because that's what happened. Oh, but you see, it's... the other joke in the scene was that she's old. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I forgot that very good joke. Yep. Yeah, get used to that one. They're okay, gonna pull we, that uh... old chestnut out a few times. Man, you soul. Ha ha. <laughs> We cut to New England. It says it's New England because it says New England in big letters at the bottom of the screen. Uh, they're at some old church. Um, obviously, this is where the funeral is being held. Uh, Sandler uh, and Chris Rock's families meet up. Um, he, there's some bad jokes here. Uh, for example, the wife's, wife's meet up. Sandler's wife calls Chris Rock's wife pregnant. And then Chris Rock's wife pretends that she's not pregnant. But then it's she is. So it's funny. I, I don't know. My oh, yeah, Sandler's good... wife in this is uh, Sama Hayek, and she is very clearly not comfortable being in a comedy movie, yes. like, at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so Sandler meets uh, Rock's mother-in-law. There's a weird kiss scene where, like, he wants to kiss her on the cheek as a greeting, but she wants to give him a kiss on the lips, and he's not comfortable. This goes on for about 30 seconds, and I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> um, she complains that... Uh, she complains that the wife makes more... Uh, that. Chris Rock's wife makes money while he does nothing because he's a stay-at-home dad again. He's angry <laughs> about this. Uh, Sandler's kid is talking to the massage therapist on a cell phone. I guess the kids have a massage therapist that is not Rob Schneider. This confused me at first. <laughs> right. Uh, Schneider's mad because like he's trying to he's trying to play down the fact that he's a hot Hollywood producer. All of his friends give him shit for this, and like he doesn't want to play up to that stereotype. Yeah, so, but they call him Hollywood. Yeah, but like I guess that makes him angry. I, I, don't I don't know. It's just like a nickname. It's just hey Hollywood, and he's like hey, and it's like. But then why are you trying to downplay your richness? He, he spends the entire film trying to pretend like he's not rich, but he never actually like comes to a conclusion about it. It's just really this embarrassing. Is, again, very easily explained by when they were writing it. He remembered I have to appeal yeah. to audiences that are not rich people. But then when they were just filming all the scenes where it was just improv and then bullshitting, he was just being Adam Sandler, who yep. I'm assuming is very just rich. a rich asshole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sandler is very rich. Yeah. Um, yeah. So David Spade shows up. He does this dumb dance shuffle thing. And it says, who's ready to get their funeral on? See, it's inappropriate <laughs> to say that at a funeral. Wow. Hence it's funny. Uh, space. He, said, the, it, well, he does say one thing that almost registered as a joke. It was so close, which he was just like, sorry, I just uh, I make jokes in when I'm uncomfortable. Like, it was almost yeah, funny. See, that could but be funny then if they got, don't remind us of it four more times during it, this film. Exactly. And it got trampled over by another stupid, shitty joke of, like, Spade then immediately being like, you're fat or something. Yeah, he's like, way, fat. And then yeah, Sam the calls him the third like, Olsen twin. It's... <laughs> The next 10 minutes of the film are all, you can't do that at a funeral humor, so yeah. strap in. 
Uh, Spade starts scoping out uh, Sandler's nanny. <laughs> Uh, Sandler then comes up with this terrible lie that she's an exchange student from China, and then they play into this for the next 50 minutes. It's awful. Um, Spade thinks that, like, uh, so, like, oh, my God. Sandler says that, so, like... Yeah, just to be clear, though, the, the joke with the exchange student thing is that it's clearly, like, some kind of indentured servant situation that sucks and is bad and... Yeah, not good. Yes. And they're trying to play it as like, oh, uh, no, it's fine. She's just a student. And it's like, well, you're supposed to be sympathetic and you're like hiring somebody illegal. That's not cool. And like he's just trying to cover for it as if this doesn't sound way, way worse. Like yeah. for the, he's trying to cover for the fact he has a live in nanny. And it's like they this film does a lot of ending up in places that are way worse from where they started from honestly <laughs> the entirety of the film yeah so um kevin james and his family show up in this uh, corvette or this cadillac convertible they got a dog with them why 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 are they bringing a dog to a funeral it's their <laughs> yeah it's a fair it's question. Their family dog they can't leave it behind no 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 you don't bring you a dog the, to a funeral yeah. no you, especially no. not a big dumb goldie yeah, they don't even show the dog for like the next 10 minutes. So I wonder if they just left him in the car. Um, so Sandler <laughs> has there's some jokes here. Sandler greets him, says, oh, hey, you grew up into a B cup. Again, James is looking good compared to Paul Blart. James then says, Sandler has the NFL package with those years of his. And I'm just thinking, like, how did these get past the fucking draft board when they were writing them? Hi. Hi, I would like to raise my hand and answer that because there wasn't one. Yeah. There wasn't a draft board. No one wrote these jokes. These were just – they filmed them driving up to each other and they just said some stupid shit. And they're like, You'll say enough. something funny. Yeah, so – Hey, remember, this film only costs like $500,000 to make and it's going to make back like at least $3 million, So fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Rock asks uh, Kevin James about the Cadillac. Uh, he's like, are you selling lawn furniture and crack? Because, you know, James, Chris Rock is black. So, you know, the crack joke makes sense. Amazing. Um, yeah. Kevin James says, no, I'm the boss of the lawn furniture store. I make bank or something. Um, Rock then says that he's glad that he brought his mother, referring to James's dog. Uh, James slaps his hands and then says it's like shaking an eagle's hand. I don't know what that was even like where the train of thought was on that one. Okay, I'm so bored now. I have to say that, you know, I, I just looked up how much it made at the box office. Oh, God. Uh, 271.4 oh. million. Unlike a budget of how what, a couple cost million. To make? I'll, I'll have to look up the budget. Uh, Wikipedia this movie can't have cost more than five million. Me, yeah. We'll just oh, a- eighty million. Eighty million. How can you spend eighty million dollars on this? Well, Probably half of it went to the like, co-stars promotion as well because this movie actually did oh, receive promotion Jesus. and like advertising. And this shit. movie yeah. looks like it was shot on a budget of less than a million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, advertising like it. again. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if the budget for this, if you didn't take actor salaries into account, was, like, under a million, and then, like, fucking a bunch of actor salaries and, like, 40 or $50 million in advertising. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm thinking, like, location-wise, they really don't go anywhere. They do a fucking no. mansion shop, which is L.A., so that's cheap to get one out there. Most and they literally go that. to Massachusetts. It's yeah. in Massachusetts, which is one of the cheapest places to live and yep. be. I know that because, again, one of the people I was watching it with, well, we'll get there, but <laughs> it turns out they knew exactly where this was filmed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they spot Rob Schneider. He's coming out of the church. Um, they call him Captain Caring of the SS Melodrama. 
And then they say he's got to say, hey, and he comes up and says, hey, and it's funny that they know what their friend talks like. Uh, Schneider is trying to be respectful, um, and this is confusing to me because this is the first time I've seen this movie. Everything I know about Rob Schneider is that he is just a terrible actor and comedian, really. Yep. And Generally. this movie, I think more than anything else that blew my mind, the fact that it has zero jokes, the fact that Adam Sandler somehow swindled tax dollars and fucking write off on this, <laughs> is the fact that the best actor in this movie besides Steve Buscemi is Rob Schneider. Yeah. yeah. And because, again, everyone else is just being themselves. Like, Kevin James is just being Kevin James. Adam Sandler is just being Adam Sandler. David Spade is just being David Spade. Rob Schneider is actually trying to play this character. Yeah, he's playing of a character. This kind of weird hippie guy who's into old ladies and that's his character and it's like not a very deep or complex character but he's god damn it, it shot. he's acting he's, he's yeah. fucking acting he's like the yeah. only one <laughs> yeah so sandler calls him an oompa loompa elfus because schneider has his you know pompadour thing going on he has a toupee and uh, there'll be a joke about it don't worry yeah schneider says that uh, he won't be disrespect- disrespectful at a funeral to which adam sandler puts a finger in his ass i'm not making this up no, yeah, he literally reaches around baffling. the back and shoves his middle finger into Rob Schneider's butthole. It's yeah. Uh, Sandler then introduces his wife to Schneider. Um, he's like, "Oh yeah, this is the guy who didn't hit puberty until 19. Ha ha, funny." Uh, Schneider then date shows up. It's actually Schneider or Adam Sandler's wife thinks that his date is his mom, but it is wife. So the old woman in the masseuse power from earlier is uh, Schneider's wife. Yeah. That's the whole yep. thing they're going with. That, that's the whole joke. You got it. I mean, he has one other joke, and it's worse, but yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, they complete. They compliment each other's clothes for a bit. Uh, Schneider's wife says that she'll be tra- tying him up with scarves later. Um, oh, that's they, the other part. Old people having sex? That's gross, right? Yeah. <laughs> They'll and do that like, a lot. Yeah, they try to do this like weird tongue-kissing thing, and Spade thinks that it's grody because Spade grew up in the 70s. Um, we're cutting to everybody in church. Uh, Kevin James's wife thanks Sandler for renting the lake house for the weekend. Uh, Sandler says it's cool, but like I had to go to Milan with my wife for the fashion show, and that's a subplot that his wife is a big fashion star thing. I don't know. She makes clothes, and they have probably to go to makes show. as much She's or more designer, than he does, basically. Yeah. And basically, <laughs> this is the beginning of one of the attempts at like a theme, which is. You know, the, like, urban rich life of, you know, luxury basically flying from place to place and living it up and having all the nicest things versus, like, a very suburban and rural simplicity. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, spending time with your family. And that's, like, the one theme they kind of go for maybe three times in the whole movie yeah, it's and it never doesn't that relevant. work because when they, they, when they don't... bring it up it's like very like oh we forgot we needed a moral for this yeah. and they put it in the scene yeah. uh, so Kevin James' wife started talking about People Magazine and about how people live in Milan and all these famous actors are there and then Kevin James fetches her because it's embarrassing or something I don't know Sandler's wife then gets angry that he rented it for the entire weekend like we're only going to be there for a day why did we rent it for the weekend but he's like I got no choice it's a holiday weekend we later find out it's the 4th of July so sure uh, David Spade butts into the conversation. And he's like, give me all of your money. I don't know if there's a joke here. And then he makes a joke about like a hat bringing out death. <sighs> no clue. Yeah. Uh, Colin Quinn's also in this movie. He's across the aisle from them in some pews. Um, he thinks Sandler is like, oh, it's Sandler. He's a big shot agent. Um, Sandler tells his wife uh, to tell people Rita is an exchange student. So he's trying to get his wife in on the whole exchange student thing. Um there's a scene of Chris Rock's mother-in-law sitting on a PSP and Chris Rock makes a joke about 
her brain. That's how the fish tank broke or something. It also makes like a pew 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 sound, which yeah. I thought was really cute. Yeah, but it is there's a also Pac-Man a noise. joke about how she hands it to him and says, "Here's your like." What is it? Is it your calculator? Yeah, your adding calcul- machine. Yes, your adding machine, yes. Because she's old. She's old. So we cut to the mass. The uh, pastor or the priest or whatever uh, is giving like a homily saying that, you know, Coach Buzzer was a great caretaker, a good guy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he's like, before he died, he wished that one of his, uh, you know, students or players would, you know, say something for him. And he's like, he, so he asked uh, Adam Sandler to say something about him. Because, of course, so, Adam Sandler is the most important guy. But they yeah. didn't warn him? Yeah, right, no, they also did totally, not tell him. Yeah, they would totally have to tell this guy, but yeah. He walks up, he's totally not prepared for any of this, but he's honored that the coach asked him. He regrets not seeing the coach lately and regrets having a busy life in Hollywood. Um, he makes some jokes about how Schneider and Spade are shorter than they were in 1978 and how James uh, could never pass or something on my cam. I don't know. I know uh, James like heckles back saying, "Yeah, they could pass the ball, unlike you." Oh, that's what and it then was. Sandler's like makes a fat joke back. At yeah, him. Sandler says, "Pass the KFC bucket, pass the Kentucky Fried Chicken double bucket." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Sandler says the coach was important to everybody in the room, and he wants to have no regrets when life makes his final buzzer happen. And here you can kind of tell that like Sandler wishes he was with his friends and family more, and like just the way it's shot, it's you know. Um, we skip a bit Uh, Rob Schneider is up on stage singing Ave Maria Chris Rock says to Adam Sandler that they should have ended it after him they take bets on whether or not he will get down on one knee at the end of the song again this is the toxic toxic masculinity thing like they can't like fathom the fact that Rob Schneider may be like emotionally in touch with himself and may be I don't know upset that his coach friend died and yeah, so maybe he's closer to the coach than the rest of them and needs to have an out a little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah so he sings. Sniggering in the audience. No, he's getting just louder. So embarrassing. Yeah. Getting yeah. louder and louder. And it's like, guys, you're at a fucking funeral. Yeah. Fucking I'm embarrassed for you. And again, they're trying to play these as like the characters you're supposed to like yep. and right? want to root for. And they're just garbage people. Like, uh, uh, it, there's no excuse for the way they act and they're just like oh you like these guys right no yeah so Schneider starts singing and it cracks him all up he eventually does get down on one knee at the end of the song uh, Rock is very upset that he lost but somehow has a five dollar bill exactly ready for Sandler in his pocket uh, at it's the end of comedic. the song David Spade makes a buzzer sound and everybody laughs and Schneider tells them they need to grow up which they do Yep. Uh, oh, by the way, so when you're saying rock, uh, you mean Chris Rock. Yes. But I have something I want to bring up now that we're at about the 35-minute mark, which was one of the funniest things I've ever <laughs> uh, witnessed when I watched this movie. Um, so I was with another one of my friends who I will not name. Uh, I did not mention them when <laughs> I listed off who was watching this <laughs> with me. Um, but they definitely did see Rob Schneider and definitely did think it was doing the Rock Johnson at first somehow. <laughs> and I don't know how they fucked up that how? badly. Slightly like, smaller. Yeah. Schneider's yeah. like a five like, foot two. Rock is huge. I think, <laughs> I think their brain just like didn't parse correctly something because they were just like, they're like, oh, it's doing the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I was like, what? And it was like right when Rob Schneider showed up. It was unbelievable. One of Pretty my funny. favorite moments. Amazing. Um, yeah. So uh, we cut to the reception afterwards. Um, the four of them, minus Rob Schneider, are wondering about Rob Schneider's wife. 
uh, they joke about it being St. Pauli's grandma, and then James is, it's like me in a wig, and then Rock says, it's like Ben Franklin's kite key to who had her to her apartment or something. She's old. These, all these jokes were ad-libbed, and they're all bad. Yep. Uh, this James is sort of the start of all of them are together, and they just pointed a camera at them, and this was the best they could get. Mm-hmm. And, and they it said, happened so much. Hey, we need to get at least like an hour and a half of footage, so just make three minutes of you bullshitting, and we'll do this a couple times over the weekend, and we're good. Yeah. Yep. Um, James says, well, you know, at least he's in love, and then Adam Stellar says, like, well, yeah, like, he loved the first three wives he had, too. And then Spade says something to the effect of, like, oh, he falls in love too easily, and then when he snaps, it fucks it all, everything up. It, they do this thing where, like, they dump as much plot on you in four or five lines of dialogue as possible, and it's all going to get neatly wrapped up in a little bow at, like, with ten minutes left in the film in a yeah, single Yeah, they dump scene. all the dialogue on you about the plot so they can get to the good stuff, yep. the jokes. <laughs> So, uh, speaking of which, Rita comes up with a coffee for Sandler. It's like, oh, here you go, uh, Mr. Sandler. And like, oh, uh, thanks, Rita. I didn't ask for a coffee. Maybe you you should take this coffee. And it's like, well, but you texted me you want a coffee. So this fucker did the same thing he was berating his kids for earlier in the film. Yep, he did. And And he doesn't even get called out for this. No, he doesn't. And it's worse, too, because Rita's confused about all this. Because like, he's trying he to act to like a normal human man. Yeah, like, and yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, uh, take the coffee and go study for the big exam because you're our exchange student. So here, here's some books. Go study them. Yeah, and she's like, what the fuck? Okay, sure, and leaves, and it's not a good bit. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work. it's like he's such a big asshole. He could have taken her aside before the funeral and be like, listen, I don't want my friends knowing I had a live-in maid. Can you pretend to be a student? Here's fucking a hundred dollar bonus or something, and she probably would have gone for it. But no, well, like, he doesn't tell her about the joke. funny. Yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> this next scene was the first scene that maybe just stop and get up and leave for a bit. Yeah. We cut, the, we cut the Kevin James, his wife, Adam Sandler's wife, and Chris Rock just sitting there. James's kid, who looks about four or five years old, wants milk. So he goes up to Kevin James's wife, and then they start breastfeeding. This five-year-old starts breastfeeding with Kevin James's wife. This is the kid's whole joke. The, yes. the kids each get one joke. This is this kid's joke. Yeah. So the mom says, not such big gulps. And then Sandler's wife is like clearly uncomfortable about all this. And uh, asks Kevin James how old he is. And James is like, oh, he's uh, 48 months. And so both Chris Rock and Kevin James are kind of appalled by the whole entire situation. Uh, his wife is like, well, we meant to stop, but we just can't say no. It's a dumb joke about... Like late breastfeeding, which who cares? It's not your fucking kid. Shut up. They know they needed a bit for this sort of thing to make quote unquote callback jokes. And like everyone they pick is awful. They're all bad. Like they go, they range from like just inane and not funny all the way up to like actually very offensive. And almost all of them are in the mildly offensive. Like they're just in the come on, man, don't do that. Like, range. Like, that's where most of this film is, is, come on, man, don't do that. Like, for an hour and a half. Yep. (laughs) So, um, we see another of, uh, or another of Kevin James's uh, kids, her daughter, or his daughter, um, his wife asks her daughter to, like, hey, can you use a fork to eat that cake? Because she has a huge plate of cake and she's just kind of eating it with her hands. And she screams, no, 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 and then storms off because she's a brat, and I she, guess. she, like, smashes the cake yeah. in her hands. And, like, and the whole thing is it's just this kid obviously fucking sucks and is, a, like, a monster and has no behavior whatsoever and no manners. But, uh, again, and she's also who's, fat. 
Yes, Ooh, it's another yeah, that's so true. He's, fat, he's big. Here's the, here's the bigger thing. Whose fault is that? <laughs> Yeah. This kid is not old enough to make decisions or like this kid can't go buy groceries. This kid's not going out and buying groceries. Maybe it's your fault. Why are you eating that cake with your that. hands when you should go get a kale salad, huh? I don't and, know. and it's like, I don't think she's in the film very much after no, this. Uh, no, like, this she shows is up for maybe 30 seconds max. She really has in the entire film. Yeah, she has a line later, but yeah. Brock yeah. says, like, oh, I guess she didn't get the memo. And then James laughs at the appalling behavior of his daughter with Chris Rock. Yep. Uh, so we get another cut. This time is a montage in New England. It's a bunch of, like, foresty areas and a lakeside. Uh, we get the establishing shots of this lake house, which is going to be the central location for this film. Very uh, cheap. Yeah, to very just, cheap. you know, only have this place to film in for the rest of the film. Yeah, so uh, everybody's arriving in their cars. Um like most of the, like for example, uh, Adam Sandler has like a big Cadillac, and uh, Kevin James has his own convertible Cadillac. And Sandler makes fun of Schneider. He has a smart car. He calls it a piggy bank. Ah, sure. My car big like Wiener. Me, Adam Sandler, big Wiener, big car. <laughs> Man, just thinking about these jokes, it's like rereading these notes is upsetting me. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's real uh, bad. Like, power through this. Uh, this Sandler- is one of those things too, where like again, sometimes there are like things that could be funny jokes if they had delivery that made them likable. Like yeah. literally, if Adam Sandler came out and was just like me, car big, you car small, Hong Kong, Adam Sandler, like whatever, like that would have been pretty funny if it was a little bit self-deprecating but it's never that they're no. always trying it's to be always... like witty and clever about it and yeah. yeah there's like no sense of self-awareness in any of these jokes which is the killer part yep mm-hmm. um so we go inside uh, sandler's wife is kind of upset about the house because she's high maintenance haha uh sandler's daughter asks about the bug zapper so there's a bug zapper out on the front porch it's shocking bugs that's what they do um, he's like, she well, gets really fucking upset about this because she is the worst fucking character. Yeah, so well, she's the, daughter, the small she one. She's yeah, the the one is whole. She's baby. so sweet and innocent. Oh, she Ooh. stole her dad's car. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So she asked about the bug zapper, and after I was like, well, it takes the bugs away. And then like David Spade butts in and says, oh, they take them to hell, and this freaks out the parents. And so he's like, no, to Mexico, which. Kind of racist. Um, yeah. The kid then freaks out and is like, oh, the moths are dead. We can't have dead moths. So Adam Sandler's like, hey, I'll go turn it off. So he turns off the bug zapper. And he throws one of the dead moths in the air. It's like, oh, it's still sleeping. And then Rock's mother-in-law just wants to get inside. So she steps on it. And then it's like, well, now it's not sleeping. By the that way, the moth somehow, like, when it was stepped on, put out green gak. Like, has anyone seen a <laughs> yes. squished moth before? <laughs> I don't know. Needed yeah, maximum like a brown or black smear usually. Yeah, yeah brown not. a lot. Yeah. Everybody gets into the house. Uh, Adam Sandler's kids continue to be bratty. Kevin James's daughter starts slamming on this organ that's there. Chris Rock is mad because he's looking at it. She says she's like slamming on. It. She's like, "This is how I like to play." And the mom's like, "Don't do stop that." And she's like, "No, I like this." And literally, again, just take your kid off of it. Fucking tell them to go sit in the corner and keep fucking have a think. Like, yeah. damn, parent. Uh, <laughs> Do Chris, parenting. Chris Rock sees the kitchen. He wants to cook, but people are not letting him, so he's mad. Uh, Rob Schneider has, like, notes because he's the only responsible one in this film, I guess. Uh, he's made a note of who's going to be sleeping in what room. Um, he makes a joke about taking the waterbed with his wife. 
And then she makes a joke saying, oh, we're going to do the backstroke later. Because they're fucking, because old people fucking yeah, they're old gross people. and funny, isn't it? And so Kevin James's daughter was like, well, I want to go swimming. Why can't I go swimming? And then Kevin James has to come. He's like, well, they're not actually swimming, honey. And like, they don't want to explain that they're going to fuck. It's really bad. It's a bad joke. Um, they all go look at the master bedroom. Uh, apparently, like, it was going to be given to Sandler and his wife. but They're like, very important. Because they're important, yeah. But Sandler's like, oh, let's just give it to the kids and have all the kids sleep in this bed or something. And then the wife is mad about this, but, like, she can't make a scene, so she keeps it to herself. Um, his kids make another joke about being spoiled brats because they don't know what a CRT television is. And they're like, why? What is this thing sticking out of the back of the TV? But also, Kids like, don't know what technology before or that was made before they were born is. Yeah, like, yeah. it's... Okay. It's the stupid time to do that because kids who grow up, like, even around 2010, around their age probably don't really remember a time when they could see a CRT because flat screen televisions have been cheap enough since the early 2000s to just yeah. have in and people's homes. Also, they're just way better in yeah. almost in every, every regard. Like the old, like you need to be using an extreme niche use case like for example like playing a competitive now, old Smash video Smash game. Fans, they should yeah, know. Like <laughs> melee. Yeah, melee players need CRTs like Sailor Moon Super S players need CRTs but <laughs> nobody like, else. If you does. aren't doing if you aren't doing that shit, yeah, like you're using a flat screen. Like I have three flat panel displays within arm's reach of me right now. Like yeah. why would I ever want a CRT? It would take up five Five times as much space and weigh twenty times as much. Yeah, it, it's just this running theme of Adam These Sandler kids are was right. Adam, it's not even that. It's like Adam Sandler was had a good, correct childhood. His kids are having a bad, incorrect childhood. Yeah, later on, there's a lot of back in my day stuff. And yep. Uh, so yeah, Chris, the other thing I want to talk about that scene is uh, the limitation of filming inside oh, a yes. house. Like they are this. actually in this house; it's not a set. Because it's really funny the way they they couldn't get the camera in like the bedroom to show it, so there's just like a shot of it pointing through the door, and awkwardly yeah. panning in, and then like they flipped it so that you can see out of the door to get like Sandler and the wife as the kids are in the room, and then it flips back, and I'm just like. The camera work in this place is so obvious it wasn't designed to have a camera rig in it. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, I never noticed do. that. And yeah, it makes sense now thinking if they're shooting in an actual cabin. Yeah. Um, so uh, Chris Rock's mother-in-law butts in. She's like, I want, a, I want a room with heat. And Chris Rock is like, well, it's 95 degrees out. You don't need a room with heat. And now she brings up her plot character point. Uh, she has a bunion. And I guess it needs to be hot. So Rob Schneider is like, oh, listen, I got some ointment with maize in it. It could help out with that bunion of yours. And then Spade makes a joke about, like, it's not corn. It's corn. It's not maize. And they go Stop on saying. Stop calling it maize. It's just corn. It doesn't make it sound mystical. And yeah. then everyone just says. Maize for 15 maize. seconds. Like, yeah, someone's like, I like the way he said maize. And everyone else is like, maize, maize, maize. And this is clearly just one of them felt the need to improv this yep. and make fun of their friend Rob Schneider who was trying to do an actual character yeah. and then Amazing. they just filmed yeah. yeah they just filmed 45 seconds of quote unquote improv and again I this is kind of like office small talk that's been caught on camera <laughs> uh, to a certain extent yeah it's you know that uh, the Bob's Burgers bit where he has the nightmare about working at an that's office that's basically what this is but it made 371 million dollars in the box office yeah. Like, and, yeah. and, and the thing for like small improv small talk or whatever like these guys are trained actors. They were on SNL, which for better or worse is considered like a staple of comedy in America. Like they should be better at making jokes than this. 
Nope. Yeah, it turns out when you don't have a riding staff. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I guess uh, the thinking about it, both like Rock, Sandler, and Spade, and Schneider for that matter, all had some of the best SNL writing staff. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, weird. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Chris Rock's mother-in-law is like show, takes off her shoe to show the bunion. It's comically large and disgusting looking. One of the kids screams and runs off. Chris Rock makes a Toby Bryant joke. Sure, she calls him a woman. Ha-ha. Again, it's not. He literally just says. Toby Bryant. Like, that's not... It's not Actually, I'm sorry. The way I said it was funnier. <laughs> he tries to, like, way over-deliver it. He's like, oh, Toby Bryant in here. It, and it's like... You can tell it, it he got it. would be way funnier yeah. if it just hard cut to him and he just said, Toby Bryant. <laughs> and just moved on. <laughs> that would be way funnier. Yeah, yeah especially without Damn. the casual misogyny, you know? Yeah. You, you yeah. can tell, like, that they were just, like, make a bunion joke to them. And they just kept doing it throughout the film, you know? Yeah. This was the best they could come up with. It's so bad. Um, we cut out to them outside. The five of them are sitting around on, like, lawn chairs out in the outside the cabin. Kevin James' dog shows up. It starts barking, but it sounds like a duck or a turkey. Like, it's this sound. It's really, like, it's not a dog. And so David Spade's like, hey, what's up with your fucking dog? And James says, uh, well, the neighbors had a complaint about the, the, the volume of the dog, so we either had to snip its vocal cords or put it down. To me, I'm just saying, like, just fucking give the dog up or tell your neighbors to yeah. fuck off. Yeah, I had the same thing. I'm like, oh, my God, I literally just read about people doing this to their dogs, and I was fucking horrified. And then yeah. it came up in the film, and I'm like, holy shit, give your dog to another family. Give it to a rescue. Tell, tell the, the neighbors fuck? to fuck themselves. Yeah. I mean... Tell him to get out. It's a dog. It barks. Fuck off. Yeah. So Rock says that he made the wrong choice. Kind of insensitive. James is like, hey man, it's part of the family. To which and like, Rock's, none of this yeah. is a joke, by the way. This is, I guess, them trying to be like, it's like the themes. When you grow up, you have to make compromises by clipping your dog's vocal cords or something. Yeah. So James says he's part of the family. Spade brings up, hey, what's up with your kid breastfeeding? That's weird. And Sandler makes some milk mustache joke. He's like, yeah, your kid's going to have a real mustache and to have the milk on. Um, and they're all just like, and then that's that. State, he, one of the worst parts of this movie, David Spade comes up with this insane non-joke ad-lib thing about putting like the mother in a basket on a bike and then driving the kid riding her around with it. Like I don't even know what he was going with here. He, like, it's this was clearly them just going all out. Like, Why oh, was this in the movie? This should have let's been Let's allow this to floor. keep going. And yeah, this should have been cut, but... None of it is. Yeah. Um, and, like, the thing... You know how we were talking about them laughing at their own jokes? Spade is by far the worst. Oh, yeah. He's, well, he I mean, is he laughing like 30 years ago on SNL. Everything he, at his own he says, jokes. and it kills me. And also, like, it's this film is an where... hour and 40 minutes long. They could have caught so much of this shit. But they thought it was comedy gold. Yeah. But, yeah, and, like, there's situations where you can laugh at jokes and stuff, but they do it... Literally at all of Constantly. them. And it's I mean, also when they shouldn't be. Like, they explicitly should not be. Yeah, you brought up the Spade thing. Like, just thinking back about his SNL run, look at any of the sketches he's in that are famous. Like, fucking look at the, the, the man down by the river thing with Chris Farley. He's laughing the entire fucking time during that, like, four-minute sketch. He just can't help himself. It's so terrible. Uh, and like, yeah, when you're doing sketch work or things that are supposed to be... I know you're not acting, but can we pretend you're acting, team? Can we try? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the five of them here, the kids inside, they're playing that murder sim game again off the boat. Um, 
they do back in my day we all played outside bullshit part of this and so sandler gets up and they're like oh he's going to be a dad now he drags his kids out of the house over his shoulders he just carries them out and says like no more video games or phones time to go outside and be real kids like we were back in the, the 70s or 80s or whenever the hell we grew up um, and this brought up a very good point in my group of well kids don't just know how to play outside like you have to Show them how games outside work. Like that's yeah. not just a thing people know how to do. That's not instinct. I mean, <laughs> as, as the the movie has shown, James and Sandor are, are awful parents. We don't really yeah. see Chris Rock literally just throws money at his kids and puts them in front of video games with you know a, a nanny who takes care of them and is like, no, oh, weird. They don't know what I know. It's like, yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> but it's not his fault. No, no. that's no, just no. how kids are. No, no, no. Adam Sandler is blameless. Yep. Adam so, Sandler did nothing wrong. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Kevin James and Chris Rocco get their kids. We cut to uh, all the dads plus their kids walking through the forest or woods around the cabin. They're telling stories. Uh, they bring up the story about how they used to go uh, shopping cart sailing where they would get like a shower curtain and hook it up to a shopping cart and do jackass sort of shit. And then they also talk about how David Spade used to get bottle rockets and shoot them at kids' faces because David Spade's a psychopath. That's the um, joke. They make a joke about Vietnam. I don't even know where it went. So they immediately like forget about the Vietnam joke and then see a rope swing. And this is the only joke in this film I laughed at. Uh, Kevin James says, hey, a rope on a tree. You know what that means? And Chris Rock's daughter deadpan delivers, oh, we get the hang ourselves. And it, I laughed not because the joke <laughs> itself was particularly clever, but just because I was so angry at this movie at that point. Yeah. It, it was, was the only catharsis it was kind I had. Of a, it was kind of just, it was weird that the movie acknowledged you, yes. who was clearly <laughs> not the intended the audience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I guess <laughs> I should give some credit to the you know 10-year-old kid. She actually delivered it fairly deadpan, which was kind of funny. Better than and most like, of the guys who have been delivering their jokes. Yeah. And for what it's worth, in context, in the film, it's a pretty tasteless joke. Yeah. It's no, not it great. Is. It's a hang-yourself joke. It's like, come on. Yeah, and outside of context, or in, you know, in our very unique context, yes, I could see <sighs> laughing at... <laughs> Well, guess I'll die <laughs> in the middle of watching Grown Ups. <laughs> uh, so, I'm sorry. I'm fixating on the fact that in your notes it says this is 27 minutes in. I'm like, oh, oh no. no. 27 yeah. minutes? I remember yeah. hitting the hour mark and being like, how much longer have we got? Oh, fuck. Yeah, at our current rate, minutes. this is going to be a three-hour podcast. Hope you're ready for this. Ah. Sandler oh. and James are really pumped about this rope swing. So James is getting himself psyched up and he goes and he swings out on the rope swing. And then once he gets out above the water, he realizes it's, it's way too fucking high for him. So he comes back in. He hits a tree. He falls down. I feel bad for whoever stunt actor did this because this guy flipped down a very steep cliff. Yep. Um, there's like uh, three or four reaction shots of the group. The kids ooh, are all thinking. Uh, ooh. Yeah, watching him as he falls down. One of the kids is like, yeah, that was awesome. And then Kevin James starts screaming. He says his leg is snapped. He says this as he's climbing up the cliff, which is not what you would do if your leg snapped, and all the kids are freaking out, but, like, it's a stick that he was it holding was next to his stick. leg. Haha, ha, it's funny. The kids are mad about you. this. And then one of the other kids points out, hey, you landed on a bird. And, like, there's this bird that's, like, flopping around on the ground. And it's like, Adam Sandler's like, oh, no, well, I'll go get a shoebox. And, and the daughter's there, and she's like, oh, no. And I think this might be the last time she shows up in the film. She shows up for no, one more no, scene with the bird. No, no, she shows up later. She shows yeah. up later. Right. There's another scene. But I get, once again, hard cut from comedy. 
to tragedy. Schmaltz, like, 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 <laughs> you know, this all oh, injured bird, go help the injured bird. And Sandler gets a shoebox. And I'm going to so vomit. We got time skip. I guess it's evening time now. They're at this, like, uh, kind of simple restaurant for, like, burgers or whatever. Everybody's there. Uh, Spade starts talking, Spade being like the bachelor asshole, starts talking about, like, hey, remember that time in high school we come here and we were wasted? And then one of the kids like, hey, what's wasted mean? And Sandler's like, uh, it's when you get ice cream. And so the kid's like, I want to get wasted. And so all the kid's like, wasted, wasted, kind of get wasted. And this one girl wants it's to get funny. chocolate wasted. It's- and by the way, hey... Uh, as a heads up for, you know, if in the future, for some reason, we ended up watching Grown Ups 2, um, this joke, this moment, this very funny joke of, cho- I want to get chocolate wasted, is, since there weren't enough funny parts in Grown Ups 2, that was the joke they used in the trailer of Grown Ups 2. That's from the one. one. That's that was what? it. That's the one. That? Yup. No. Her? No. Yeah. Her, that, here? <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's the one. That's the that's the joke that was so nice. They used it twice, and I would like everyone to feel for me, the person who knew that in advance, and that was the only thing I knew about the film. And when we hit that joke at, like, 30 minutes, I was like, oh, my God, that's what they thought was the best part of this movie. I'm going to die. <laughs> like, the next hour just looked very bleak when I was like, this is... That's what they thought that was, the, was best. the best. That was the best thing. I, I kind of oh actually thinking about it. I feel bad for, like, the people that had to, like, edit trailers for this movie because they had to pick out the best jokes. And that's just, like, a Sisyphean choice or a fucking like Sophie's choice, I mean. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Kevin James looks around the table. He sees that there's 17 of them. He's like, well, make this easy. Let's warn 17 burgers. And now what do you guys want? Ha ha, I'm fat. It's a joke. Chris Rock's he, he also uses his credit card. This is important. Ish. Ish. No, it's not really, but fuck it. it, it it's one of the he few scenes. He insists on paying, basically. It's one of the few scenes that establishes something that seems to come out of nowhere later in the film. That he's like, oh, I'm going to pay for everything. Here's my credit card. Here, I have the money. I'm paying for everything. Yeah. So rich. Right. Here, that, that, that big lawn furniture money is coming in. Yeah. Uh, Chris Rock's mother-in-law gets fussy about food. She doesn't want to eat a hamburger. She orders a bunch of other stuff. Uh, they make a bunch of bunion jokes. Don't worry they, about no, it. They make a bunch of she is ordering a lot of food jokes saying, are you going to the electric chair? Are you Henry VIII? Are you eating for Tobocop? Do you want bunion reins? I hate every single joke that they made there. Again, it was they were all sitting there. They put a camera and yep. said, improvise. And this is... Yeah. What they do. Another bunion joke. The uh, breastfeed kid says that he wants milk, mommy's milk. Uh, and then one of them's like, oh, he wants cookies too. And then David Spade makes a cookies and milk joke. And then James, Kevin James's wife takes that as a compliment. Aww. I don't know. It, she's really, she has a few really weird moments in this film. Yeah. Kevin James's wife's character, like the character, like it just doesn't make sense. Like anything she does. I really. can, ex- that's almost certainly because the director uh, did not know what she was supposed to, or what her character <laughs> yeah. was supposed to be, because it's really unclear at all times. Like she doesn't really have an established gag. She's just a prop of other jokes. Yeah, she's, the just, she's, there, for, yeah, she's the there for Kevin James to bounce shit off of, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sandler's like she's kind of reduced to a prop throughout this film and it sucks. So Sandler's kids order order Voss or Fiji water and then like the waitress like we got water out of the tap. And like this just made me think of that idiocracy joke. You mean water like from a <laughs> toilet cuz that joke's actually funny. 
Um, Sandler's embarrassed at his kid's behavior. I'm also embarrassed at the kid's behavior. Uh, Rita says, like, hey, I got some water Voss in the back of the car. And Sandler's like, no, 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 you need to study. And then Chris Rock speaks Mandarin to her. And she's like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know you could speak Chinese. And then, uh, like... Chris Rock's wife is like, so what did you say to her? And he's like, oh, they got the best burgers in town here. And so Rock's wife is like, hey, where'd you get that? And he's like, oh, from the cooking show on TV. And he's like, well, you need to spend less time watching the language and more time on the cooking. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, and so Rock's mother-in-law is like, oh, you got told. And Rock says, you got toe. Got her? Got, got him? Him? Them? Yeah, and Sandra's like, good job, Chris Rock. And I'm... <laughs> This is the worst snapback. He's like, come on, dude. You've been fucking writing. Especially, it's, especially if you're in with Chris Rock used to have a stand-up career. He used to be able to write jokes for himself. How is this so bad? He keeps going back to that well. Yeah. Um, James. Improvising is its own skill that uh, needs to be kind of developed separately a lot of times. And maybe yeah. shares like, like don't this be wrong. True, like, yes. There are some scare, there, there are some shared, you know, skill sets between them, but Clearly, none of them are actually good at improvising no. and have no practice doing it and no. are not warmed yeah. up at all at any point during this filming. Um, so Kevin James' kid wants her milk, referring to Adam Sandler's wife. The kid wants to breastfeed with Adam Sandler's wife. Oops. There is a scene transition here, so I didn't need to uh, puke. <laughs> Adam Sandler is walking past the kitchen for whatever reason. And uh, lo and behold, Colin Quinn is a cook there. Um, they catch up for a bit, and it comes out that Colin Quinn was the kid in the championship basketball game that was shown in the beginning that yelled at Adam Sandler for being on the line. So Quinn has like a big beef that I guess he never let up about like that whole basketball game. And you're supposed um, to be like, oh, this guy's the villain because he's a fry cook and Adam S- and hasn't moved on and Adam Sandler is big and important and it's just fucking... It's dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. No one cares so you know about how- this. You know how even dumbest movie ever made Twister gets the part right where like you can like relate to the small town, you know, a meteorologist or whatever, you know, and then like you're supposed to relate to him and then the big money guys are the guys that are the bad guys. You know how that like because that's how films work. Everybody likes the other dog. Yeah. Yeah. You root for the other one. Yeah. Rooting for the rich guy in power is not really interesting or fun. It's like rooting for the Yankees. Who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh. Colin Quinn starts going off. It's like, oh, that shot shouldn't have counted. And Sandler's like, dude, who cared? That was like fucking 30 years ago. But Quinn's like, I'm going to get you a rematch. And he goes on the PA system. He's like, rematch. And then Sandler's like, we're old and fat. Why are we even doing this? And then Quinn starts making fun of his kid talking about boss water. It's like, it's boss water. Thank you. And this will come back because this was clearly a funny joke. Yeah. Uh, We cut back to the table after the meal. Um the adults are talking, saying, like, listen, we got to spread Coach's ashes around tomorrow. I guess that was in his will or something. And, and I got to tell you, like, why would you ever have an ash-spreading scene in a comedy film after The Big Lebowski? <laughs> like, it did it. You can't. Yeah, it's you perfect, can't beat that. It's yeah. over. Like, you can't. You literally can't. But God. go on. Yeah, so um, Kevin James's wife is like, oh, well, it's got to be... Uh, it can't be tomorrow because they're leaving Sandler and his wife and family are leaving tonight and everybody's confused about this and Sandler's like yeah we gotta go to Milan you know for uh, my wife's fuck just a fashion show my wife is just like this big important person she's not that important Also, I wanted to bring up real quick because it it hit me in the middle of that sentence. Uh, Very bold of you to assume Adam Sandler watches anyone else's work. (laughs) He was not in that movie. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, so Sandler's like, or Sandler's kid's like, yeah, I can't wait to go to Milan. We get to stay at the Four Seasons Hotel and get Eggs Benedict down by the pool. And there's boobies on Italian TV. And again, it's just me like, these kids are just insufferably badly written. I can't tell the difference between his two sons, like, at all. They're the same. Oh, yeah. They eventually have a se- have separate character arcs, but, like, even... All right, sorry, that's way too much words. But, like, I can't <laughs> tell. But I'm There's also, also like, a... I'm with the kids here. I would much rather be at a Four Seasons Hotel. Maybe not the yeah. Edge Benedict, but, like, I would much rather be in Milan. Yeah, yeah, Milan. Rather than this yeah, fucking sounds... cabin in some shitty yeah, woods. Sounds... Come on. It sounds dope as fuck. And also, yeah, like, they, they try and play it as... There's this, like, really awful writing quirk they do for the kid that I'm pretty sure is just because they had a limit of how many times they could do cusses. <laughs> and, like, they were going to get over the limit if the kid said shit too much. Yeah, I can't get so that So they TV have the kid say shiznit yep. every time. Yes. And it fucking sucks. And it sounds like... It's one of those things, it sounds like they're trying to convince a 12-year-old to speak another language they don't know. Like, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. It's Those kids definitely it's know like how to kid. say fuck. Like, imagine, <laughs> you know that scene in fucking Inglorious Bastards where it's like, Bonjourno? Like, it's like that, but with shiznit. <laughs> Are you, like, after the intro of this film where fucking Adam Sandler is a high-pressure movie producer, there's no way these kids don't know what fuck is. Yep. Even, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like he clearly would cuss all the time. <laughs> it's... Yeah. So the, the the other adults in the scene do the awful shit where they say, "Well, why can't your wife go on ahead?" Which is a terrible thing. Never do that to a person. Right. But, as, but Sandler... as, as a married couple, right, right here, right here. Hello. Uh. I would never go like without him, and, and he would never be like, "No, you go without me. I'm gonna st-. like right." Yeah, basically. It's, right? I mean, also, it's just a bad thing is, to do to a couple. Just don't do that. Also, it's their decision. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing. Respect their decision of how they want to live their life. Like, they clearly have thought about this and decided. Yeah. Unless. Yeah, so uh, this well. next scene, like, there's two shots in order, and the way they shoot this is just the worst thing ever. So Adam Sandler says, and no, man, like, I wish we could stay, but, like, we got to do this together as a family. We got to go to Milan. Okay, Adam Sandler is faithful to his wife. Then immediately, the immediate next cut is, yeah, and then we also had to skip our kids' play to go to Milan last year. So he immediately, like, undercuts his own sincerity about being with his wife. And, like, yeah, just, like, and it says he, like, her. had to cut... Like, he had to, like, skip their daughter's play, which, by the way, remember they have a daughter? The movie doesn't Don't worry about most it. of the time. Yeah. yeah Maybe so, wheel her out to be like, aww. And then <laughs> wheel her right back into the closet. <laughs> she might as well be on a dolly. <laughs> and the other thing, too, is, yeah, like, it's supposed to be this thing that's, like, sympathetic for Sandler. Like, hey, I want to be a good husband to my wife. And then immediately he's like... Also, my wife is ruining our daughter by being yeah. such a work dragon. <laughs> it's, it's such a which, like, by the way, shift. It's so bad. And the other thing, too, is like Adam Sandler is clearly presented as this super hardworking business producer man in Hollywood. But it's his wife. But when fault. he does it, it's fine. But when his wife yes. has any passion or interest in her work, because again, God forbid gender roles are ever allowed to be reversed and the woman is ever allowed to do any work in the relationship, you know, like it's fucking abysmal because they they have them both be the same character, but when she does it, it's wrong. Yep. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm not crazy. No, no, no you're that's right. What's it's happening. This movie does this all the time with that shit. Like, it. It's very much appealing to fucking fly over state red Republican people. And, like, it yeah. just it infuriates me. Anyway, um, she storms off. Uh, he goes ahead and chases her. 
she's mad not that he said that, but how he said that or something. Um, he doesn't want to be. She doesn't want to be depicted as a stuck-up lady. So she's like, okay, listen, we'll stay tomorrow. Spread your ashes. We'll leave in the afternoon on Sunday or something. And then to undercut this like tenseful scene of like a crisis in their marriage, she walks off from where she was with a toilet seat cover stuck to her butt. To her dress. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. We cut to the next morning. Again, Selma Hayek, clearly not into being in a comedy no. movie. We cut to the next morning. Uh, the dog is barking. Kevin James' dog is barking badly. Someone says, kill that dog. Ha ha. Um, Great. The kids bring up the hurt bird for some reason. I don't know what they're talking about with that. Oh, are you ready for hippie jokes? Yeah, here we go. Rob Schneider is making breakfast with his wife. They have dehydrated pancakes and bananas. Like he goes into a whole spiel about the dehydrator cooks food good or something. Sandler picks up one of these dehydrated bananas and slaps him in the face with it. And like it's like a big fruit leather basically and he slaps him with it which like hey buddy fuck you that stuff's pretty good. Like it's tasty it's got nutrition like how about you try something new for once in your life you fucking baby. Yeah he does it multiple Uh, times by the way he slaps him multiple times. Yeah because it was a material that had to get left in the film. I, I told my the friends I was in a call with hey just to be clear if you ever did this to me you'd have your jaw in a wire for six months. And <laughs> yeah. they're just like, oh, okay, cool. To give you an idea of how shitty Adam Sandler was was <laughs> acting, me, a fairly peaceful man, would have hospitalized him. <laughs> like, uh, this is the character you're supposed to like, by the yeah. way. Yeah, but you know, it's like, it's a new thing that happened, I don't know, in the 90s, so it's probably bad. So Sandler's wife shows up, she's wearing some fancy clothing, everybody makes fun of her for it, but she's like, well, I'm supposed to be Milan. Um... Schneider gives her acorn juice. Ha ha, it's acorn juice. Acorn's known for its juice. Hippies. Yeah, Adam Sandler's like, I'm not eating any of this shit. I, I have my notes here, and I must put this as an aside. <laughs> yeah. I took a break from this film for about two hours to watch the 1995 <laughs> film Top Dog starring Chuck Norris, <laughs> in which Chuck Norris is a cop that has a dog partner, and they fight neo-Nazi terrorists. There you and go. that is a better film than Grown Ups. That sounds it. I mean, obviously, it sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Reader offers to make some food. Um, Spade thinks that this is kind of weird, that, you know, their exchange student would be making food. Uh, Snyder's wife sees that Adam Sandler is very upset with all their health food, so he's like, hey, I got some bacon here for you, because, of course, bacon is a man's food. Um, Sandler's really happy about this. He wants to go make it, but Snyder apparently is vegan, so he's like, you're not making any dead animal flesh in my kitchen. Sure. Sandler it's is like his, it's not his kitchen though, it, so it's not fuck his kitchen. Off. You should respect vegans, but yeah, kind of fuck you. Make you can make food there. I don't know, whatever. Sandler's like slaps him with bacon because again, it's funny to slap him. Which, Which again, and then, and then you feel no sympathy for Sandler being thrown out of the kitchen. You know? Yeah, like for one, there was a beautiful split second where Adam Sandler was a little bit right, and then <laughs> he tanked it immediately by doing something article. so egregious. <laughs> Worst like, man, you know, it, makes good point. <laughs> Yeah, but like legitimately, there are people on this planet that if you slapped with bacon would put you in the ground and be more or less justified. Yeah. <laughs> so like, don't do don't everybody do not in the scene is a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We cut over. I guess that was not funny enough. Uh, we cut to just Chris Rock's mother-in-law sitting there doing some knitting or something. She farts, and then she blames it on the dog. David Spade gets up from the couch he was on. He's not wearing pants. We see his ass. 
And there's, there's like they drag out both of these jokes way longer than they deserve because we got to get to that run uh, limit. We've this, got to come I would up like with a to... word that describes jokes that aren't jokes. Yeah, what, there has to be a word for this. What is like yes. the German compound work for non-joke or something? <laughs> Well, I will say though this one in particular felt like like when we were watching it I just said oh cool so David Spade was like under his joke quota so he was just like well, what if I just don't wear pants for a scene and show my butt can that count as two and they're like alright Adam Sandler was like yeah that's really fucking funny okay so Adam Sandler goes outside he starts cooking bacon on a bug zapper I don't think the bug zapper has the amperage for that, but No, sure. that's not how bug zappers But don't worry, it's funny, because yeah. he's he doing comedy. He sees this kid outside, and the kid picks up a rock down by the lake. He's like, yeah, yeah, kid, you Do can it. skip that throw rock. It. Throw it, throw it, throw and it, and then the kid, kid just kind of puts it down, and he's really depressed that his kid doesn't know how to skip a rock. Because, again, Adam Sandler had a good and correct childhood... And his children are just, you know, being brought up completely wrong, but not because but of not him. But not by him. But not by Sandler. Yeah. Uh, this other kid starts complaining he wants to go to Milan and eat gelato. I mean, to be fair, it's probably really good there. He's um, also dressed up like a, like, I don't know, prep school douchebag. Like, that's it's that more was what than they that. could do. He's dressed yeah. up like a yeah. fashion show, and I guess that's because they were supposed to go on the lawn. Yeah, yeah. which, like, that was the thing is, like, it, it would have been like, haha, this kid's, like, way trying too hard, you know, kind of thing. But again, it's when, not in fault. context yep. of what he, packed he for. was supposed to be at a fashion show, <laughs> yeah, which, again, I would like to remind everybody the kids and the wife all legitimately think they were going to be at the Milan fashion show this entire time, yeah. just in case you were considering being sympathetic for Adam Sandler. Keep this in mind. It'll come up later. There's like yeah, no redeemable well. characters in this movie. Yeah. So uh, James and Sam, James, Kevin James shows up and they talk about, it's like, what, the, what their parents would have done if they had said about going to Milan. And they joke about, oh, our fathers would have beat us. It's funny. Ha-ha. Just child abuse. And yeah. like, they, they all go like, oh, yeah, he would have beat me. Oh, yeah, my dad would have beat me. And like, the only thing they don't do here is say the F slur, like, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And it's like, you know they want to say it so bad, but that this movie would never have, like, gotten a second yeah, look Yeah, that would have gotten a hard R rating, and yeah. Like... Um, Chris Rock shows up, they start eating the bacon, it has moss in it. It's funny. Wow. Uh, we cut to the five adults... Uh, the five, the five of them um, rowing uh, canoes in the lake. This scene was almost certainly completely improvised. Of let's do some comedy on the lake. So yes. let's let's give it just I mean, as much time as plot, it deserves. I guess they got to go to some island to spread the ashes of Coach. But I guess that's what they're doing. They don't explain it when they film the scene. No, but. they just had to do some comedy on boats. Yeah, so they're rowing out to this island. David Spade's like, "That's where I touched my first boob." And then he's like, yeah, you know, we all fantasize about different things. And then Kevin James is like, I fantasize about candy bars. And they're like, oh, that's weird. He's and he's like, well, I have bad blood sugar and I can't eat sugar anymore. But I have all these candy bars that keep them in my own stash on the bottom of the laundry. And it's like the socks, the smell of the socks masks the chocolate from my wife. And Adam Sandler's like, yeah, and the underwear masks the chocolate stains. <sighs> Again, clearly... Something they did on the fly that they thought was funny enough to be in a film. They were, I mean, they were wrong. No. <laughs> but they did think that, it would seem. <laughs> so yeah. Kevin James then announces he has to piss. Uh, by the Here's way, Kevin this... James is on the back boat, I think, of a spade. He's with Spade, yeah. and this scene takes, it's a pissing joke, and it just goes on for like a minute and a half. Yeah. Uh, David Spade is like, oh, that's gross, don't get it on me. Uh, some ladies go by on their own boat, and they're like, 
fat person penis. Oh no. And that's the whole scene. Why didn't he just get in the lake where no one would see him pass? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, the other thing too is his pee is very intermittent and oh, he's having right. trouble a keeping a consistent oh, flow. It doesn't that's look like joke. he's peeing. Like, no, it looks like he's squeezing a bottle. It's real yeah. bad. <laughs> Yeah. It's like not even like a good prop bottle or no, something. No, no. But I actually, actually wonder as an aside, like in Hollywood, are there like some sort of tool which can, you know, simulate someone peeing as oh, opposed to just oh, using CG? Yeah. Oh, you know it's all CG piss now, though. Ever since Hideo Kojima, <laughs> ever since Hideo Kojima created that perfect steamy piss in Metal Gear Solid 2, <laughs> it's just all been CG from there on out, baby. Every movie pays him now. I have the patent on CG <laughs> piss, thank you. <laughs> so they get to the island. Um, David Spade uh, brought the net from the championship game, and they put it on the urn while they say it is like, whatever. Uh, Sandler brings up, you know, hey, you know, Colin Quinn wanted to challenge me to basketball yesterday. And it's like, I wonder what Coach would have done. Oh, side note. This was the scene where, they're, so they're on this island to spread the coach's ashes, it starts with Adam Sandler holding a KFC bucket with the colonel's face perfectly centered. In frame, yes. In frame. And there's no reason that they would have this. It is like Sandler yeah. product placement to the umpteenth degree, yeah. and it's amazing. Uh, they Not only KFC? that, it cuts, and then <laughs> it's they. it still has the colonel, but it's obviously the other side of the bucket. Of the bucket, because you need his face perfectly centered for each of these shots. You can I see it as soon as it cuts, you see it go from white to red. It's really fun. I had to go back, and I'm like, yeah, look. They yeah, what are the logistics like, of this? Did it. someone get in their car, drive the town out from the cabin for 10 miles, get a bucket of KFC, bring it back, then they got on their canoe, left it Put in it the Put it on the robots. Yeah, rode across the lake and then ate KFC while spreading the ashes of their dead coach. And also talking about how much they love KFC the whole yeah. time. Mm-hmm. The uh, colonel is amazing. Oh, no, you got the coach's ashes on the KFC. Oh, that that's fine. Yeah. I'll eat it anyway because it's good enough because it's KFC. And that's what KFC stands for. Fucking great. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad you also have a Lebowski joke in yeah, the Yeah, so Schneider says it's time to spread the ashes. He gets really sentimental about it. Uh, Schneider gives his, like, speech send-off to the coach and starts crying. Um, and then, like, immediately, like, segues into, I missed all my marriages. Like, I messed up all my marriages. I can't believe it since he's so emotional. To which I wrote, like, what the fuck does this have to do with Nam, Walter? But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Schneider starts talking about like I don't know my own daughters it's like coach would be ashamed of how I live my life and so like they start trying to console him and say like this is thank thank you for helping me because my daughters are going to be here in 20 minutes which yeah so he Great. then reaches into the bucket of KFC <coughs> and he had been throwing the coach's ashes out previously 30 seconds before and so now he has a KFC drumstick with dead person on them and Kevin James is like, oh, dude, that's sick, but I don't care. I'm still going to eat it anyway. You know, I was really expecting him to make a joke where the wind, like, carried the ashes on the KFC. Yeah, the big Lebowski joke. Right, right. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. Exactly. It's like, and then they're like, fuck, we can't do that. So they just do something shittier instead. Yeah, like, and they wanted funny. to do the big Lebowski joke, but they realized that they'd be called hacks for ripping it off. So they had to do the KFC bucket. I don't know. We cut to the scene of them back at the cabin. Um, Kevin James is dancing with the KFC bucket on his head. Who fucking knows? I want you to remember that this KFC bucket came from from here. It's it's this scene, this I, day, this day. just just remember this for later. Yeah, uh, uh, this is just clearly like 
Uh, it was they had to do product placement yep. and they had to do it for a certain amount of time. And Kevin James was like, you know, what would be funny is if I put it on my head like a helmet. Uh, and they <laughs> continued to do this throughout the film. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's a callback. So this new car pulls up. Um, it's this kind of old classic, but it's really junkery. Uh, it pulls off and it immediately starts overheating. This really hot lady gets out. She says, hey, dad. And then the four of them say, me? Because they don't know. Aww. But of course, and it's all Rob the hot music is playing already. Yeah. I don't remember what song it is, but yeah, it's the hot girl music. Um, <laughs> Rob Schneider, it's Rob Schneider's daughter. He goes up and greets her. It's actually kind of funny because Rob Schneider is like 4'10, and this girl's like 5'11 or something. That's the joke. Yeah. They all wonder how Rob Schneider has a hot daughter. And um, that's, they're going to keep saying that because it's yeah. going to get dumber. Yeah, they're like, oh. It must- also, don't worry. Anytime this joke was going to be done and it could have just been implied by the actions of the characters, don't worry. They'll feel the need to have someone say, oh, that's weird because he seems like he wouldn't have an attractive daughter because he himself is not attractive. He's very they'll ugly. Say it every time. Yeah. Just FYI. Uh, so the daughter is really mad at the shitty car the old man left her, and she's talking about her older boyfriend. So, like. This daughter also has old person liking issues. Well, and then she says, you know, maybe I wouldn't like older men if my dad didn't suck so much. Yeah. Like directly at the camera. Yeah. Then she opens the hood and like the car just steams and blows at her in slow-mo and it's all supposed which to be would, very sexy and everything. Which would probably scald you, but yeah, yeah. go on. It's this so is gross. this was after this was after Transformers, right? Is this just they were yes. doing the Megan Fox question. Transformers? Yeah. This is way is after that, Transformers, yeah. Okay. This is like so they were just trying to rip that. I mean, to, be, to be fair, like a hot woman opens up car that steams on her as an age old trope from film, but yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it was in the it was in the zeitgeist because yeah. of that. I yeah. bet. Yeah. Thanks. The zeitgeist of steamy car women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we cut to a scene of the four of them watching her try to fix this car. There's a lot of gratuitous ass shots as she bends over I to look in the engine. I hate this. I hate this so much. These are four grown ass men in their forties watching this twenty year old who is the daughter, yes. daughter of one of their friends. And, like, she could be your daughter. And oh they my keep God. making this joke. Yeah. And so Rock says, I hope that card never gets fixed. And David Spade's like, yeah, I took the spark plugs out and they high five. Um, they know they can't stare at their friend's daughter's ass. So they make up this stupid plan where they take shifts of some of them look at the tree and some of them looks at her ass. This but, goes on way too long. Yeah, but they're also idiots and fuck it up. And so they all start looking at the tree and they're like, oh, we screwed that up. Like, they couldn't even just Let's say, like... Let's look at ass again. They actually do say that, and they're like, oh, back to ass. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just want to kill these four men. Yeah. Um, Schneider's wife shows up, um, and they start looking at the car, too. And this is the this is the older woman. The older, yes, the older woman. Clear. She yeah. takes off some of the gasket on the car, and the car steams her in the slow motion with the same music. And this gets Snyder, like, super horny. And then the four of them see this, and they apparently get really mad that their friend is boning an older woman. So they it's turn their funny. chairs around and look at the lake. old women it's are ugly. We uh, were trying to ogle. We were trying to ogle our friend's daughter. I can't believe you this. You know, really, for what it's worth, this older woman isn't really that bad looking. She's, no. like, in her 50s or 60s. Yeah, she's older, but, like, she's not hideous. Like, She's way more age-appropriate for them true. than yeah. the daughter is. She is way yeah. closer Probably to age. Probably a similar age difference. Probably less, honestly. Yeah, so yeah. the four of them go fishing. Um, Kevin James brings up the fact that uh, 
you know, I heard them. They were fucking on their waterbed last night, referring to Schneider and his wife. Uh, Rock is like, man, I haven't got any action since my wife is pregnant. That sucks. And then Spade's like, hey, can you fuck your wife while you're pregnant? Like, is that a thing that yes. happens? Yes. 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 Yeah. Just yes. Yes. For the, by the way, yes. If you and your wife have not had this conversation and, and she's that pregnant and you haven't talked about this once, you have another problem with your marriage. <laughs> like, how is this not a discussion you fucking had? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Sandler's like, it's okay if Chris Rock fucks his wife while he's pregnant because then the baby thinks he's getting a Tootsie Roll. And then Rock quickly corrects him to say that it's his dick is more like a Snickers. But yeah. Great. And then I have the notes, then... line 112 <laughs> of my notes, Kevin James raped his wife. He's, this is, yeah. Kevin not, James goes into a story about how his wife apparently got trashed on St. Patrick's Day and he had sex with her while she was asleep, which is right. Yeah. Don't yep. do that. Like he basically right. says, he's just like, it was St. Patrick's Day. I mean, she was already like passed out and asleep and had a bunch of beers. And it's like, oh, cool. So, so rape then. And again, this <laughs> isn't a joke. He just goes off about, like, he does this, and it's weird and gross. It's weird, because the thing is, too, is, like, they expected it to be played off as a joke, but they don't present it as a joke, no. and it's not a joke. Yeah. No. So, like, it, they're like, oh, this is funny. When we do this, when we have him sadly confess to a horrible act, and then it's like, no, actually, it well, just sucks. Well, still moving on. Oh my god! And they, yeah, this comes up basically never. Never. No, they, don't, they, don't just, say, they don't say anything about was, that. This was clearly James deciding to improvise a little bit of a fun line that was fucking awful. Holy shit! Yeah. Uh, so <sighs> Rob Schneider shows up. Uh, they ask him how his reunion with his daughter went. He said it was kind of awkward. You know, uh, he says that the first twenty years of her life really matter, and he's upset that he wasn't there for her to help her on a way and it's like it's really the kids that pay for you know the adult not helping and then they start immediately mocking him and he's like oh, maybe they pay with maize remember that joke from earlier and rob schneider rightfully gets upset by this and says he's going to leave and so yeah. like he walks off and they're like no no man come back we're gonna cheer you up like we did in the old days it's time to do arrow roulette <laughs> and this rob schneider scene. like he was upset about the fact that his asshole friends are being assholes and then immediately forgets all of this. Yep. So they explain the rules about arrow roulette and they all agree that it was the stupidest thing they've ever done. So, of course, they're going to do it again. Um, so they get, they a get bow and out arrow. the fakest looking bow. The propest yes. looking prop bow. It yeah, it's wouldn't not a real bow. fire a goddamn thing. <laughs> Couldn't it fire actually, a Nerf gun. It kind of looks like that shitty bow they use in Paul Blart too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is... I would describe it as a uh, maybe like a three ounce draw yeah. on that string. <laughs> this is this is for a toddler to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the idea of bow and arrow roulette is that they take a bow and arrow, they shoot an arrow straight up into the air, and then they have to stand there, and the person that stands there the longest wins. And anybody can see that this is a terrible idea. But uh, they go ahead and they shoot the arrow straight up and they all lose track of it in the sun almost immediately. And then like they all just freak out and start running away in slow motion. And it's here really gets... gratuitous. And you can tell that they thought this was funny. It's not funny. Yeah. 
there is some physical comedy here. Kevin James ha. pulls a hamstring as he runs. Devin, David Spade falls in some shit. David Spade falls into a poopy. <laughs> hey, everybody. How'd you like the part where David Spade fell into a poopy? They play this scene up for quite a while. There are some clear chunks in the poopy. Uh, they don't make a maze joke here, which I think would have been the optimal place to make a maze joke, but damn. It's in slow they, motion, you know, and, you know, they got rock music playing. Yeah, Chris Rock swinging runs into a tree Mike branch. Piazza, yeah. you, know? you know, I didn't but, appreciate it at the time, but David Spade eating shit is now funny to me. Yeah, he eats literal shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So, That's amazing. It was shit in the scene, but now I'm like, yeah, David Spade deserves to eat literal <laughs> shit. Yeah. In extremely David Spade voice, I got the poo on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin James turns around and realizes that the dog was standing in when they shot the arrow. So he starts yelling at the dog to come, but the dog isn't doing shit. So Adam Sandler runs in, picks up the dog, and saves it. He jumps over Spade on him. It's Pushes his face back in the poop. He's fireman carrying this dog. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Rob Schneider gloats. Um, to all everybody around them, it's like you're all pansies. I'm the man. I stood in the circle the longest, and the arrow falls and hits him in the foot. We cut. Imagine to, um, the scene from Ace Ventura, but way less funny. Yeah. Also, the idea of an arrow flying straight up for like a solid minute and then falling yep. back down and not straight being back down a as million well. miles off course yeah. is. Just, you can't think about anything. Like, don't get me wrong, I understand, you know, like, you know, have some, you know, suspension of disbelief or whatever. But when they're trying to shoot it as a straightforward, like, slice of lifey thing, and if you think about literally anything for any period of time, it all falls apart. Like, you need to get (laughs) some structure to your film. It takes you straight (laughs) out of it to think about this for half a second. So, we cut to a scene of them carrying him back to the cabin. He's in very much pain because there's an arrow out of his foot. Uh, the families all run out of the house asking what happened. Someone makes a joke. He got attacked by an Indian. That's funny. Ha ha ha. Um, my God. This is the scene while all of them are looking at his foot and when he's in pain. His second daughter shows up in a car because he has multiple daughters. And she's also smoking hot. And she gets and another. And tall. And tall as and well. tall, yes. yes. And gets a slow-mo run sequence towards him. The second daughter calls for the third daughter to come out. She comes out, and this daughter looks like Rob Schneider. She has the really weird pompadour haircut, and she says, hey, in the way he said it. They all make fun of him for this. And they're all like, oh, that one makes sense. Yeah, that's that's his daughter. That was more than it needed, and they are going to keep coming back to it. But she's ugly. She's ugly. You don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it, guys. (laughs) You don't understand (laughs) You need to you know, understand. I'm thinking about the <laughs> joke that you made, Ty, earlier, saying that someone had to play Rob Schneider when he was younger. Someone had to play Rob Schneider's daughter. Yeah. And sorry, sorry. The other thing, daughter. too. Is, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, is it's not just that it's Rob Schneider's daughter. It's that they really do. Like, the only point of her character is so that other people can go, haha, and the ugly one. Yes. Which yep. fucking sucks. So <laughs> Kevin James, having no medical license degree or anything, says, hey, we need to pull the arrow through. And so they all start arguing because they want to do this to inflict pain on their friend. Um, Rob Schneider's Why don't you wife pull says, the arrow hey, maybe- through. You cut off the head and put that on everybody. Yeah. Rob <laughs> Schneider's the right way to do it. 
cut off the end so it doesn't get wiggled around and take him to a fucking hospital and let a surgeon do it. Yeah. <laughs> or just sur- take him to a surgeon. Let a surgeon yeah. do it. Yeah. I mean, like, if you had that much arrow, you'd want to clip the ends off if you could just because yeah. otherwise it's going to, you know, get jostled yeah, around. Yeah, but you don't want to remove the arrow. Anyway, yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah, Either way, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so Rob Schneider's le- his wife is like, hey, maybe we need to put some of that maize ointment on it. And so Rob Schneider snaps here. He is under, I guess, a considerable amount of stress with the arrow in his foot and his daughter showing up. And so he starts yelling some shit at his wife saying like, oh, the ointment's never worked, you idiot. Didn't you know that? I need alcohol on my foot. You should know that because you were born during Prohibition. The alcohol that actually is wouldn't really have been bad around. disinfectant. Or wouldn't have been around. Yeah, it's, it's a bad joke. And it's also, they play this, yeah. So David, like, I would they, say the maize ointment would probably work better than alcohol. Alcohol is terrible disinfectant <laughs> for wounds. It, I know it's a movie trope, but it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Mm. So David Spade is very smug during the scene because he predicted that Rob Schneider would snap again. He's a very shitty friend. Got him. Yeah. So there's a time skip um, inside the cabin. Uh, Adam Sandler's wife is packing her bags. Uh, Rita, the nanny, is next to her, and she's looking at, like, an anatomy book. And Adam Sandler's wife yelled at her for not helping, but she's like, i got to study for the big test. Your husband gave me these books to study. I don't know what it's about. And she's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, your husband told me to do this. And then she just, like, slaps the books away and is like, you need to organize these papers. Basically, like this clearly this like nanny is so confused by all of this and just is not in on any of it and his wife just acts like the huge nightmare to her and just acts like a horrible like isn't like wait what or like has a laugh about it she's just like no you need to help me right now and it's just it sucks she's got to be the bad guy for this portion it's not fun to watch no it's not good to like this movie misses the point of being a comedy film so dramatically well whatever yeah (laughs) uh so uh she's like i need to get on the phone she gets on the phone the daughter comes in and says like hey mommy mommy i lost a tooth and mom's like, I'm busy, dear. She's like, but mommy, I, the, the tooth, it's gone. He's like, mommy, we'll put a dollar on your pillow later. And it's, so the It's kid, such a, like, ham-fisted line to write in there because you really needed to get this little girl to go, oh, again, yeah. just so one last time. <laughs> yeah, so the kid gets real upset and storms off. Mom is now upset that, like, oh, fuck, why did I just do that? And now she understands that being a grown-up is about more than just having fashion shows in Milan. <laughs> Yeah, really? so they cut to her explaining this to Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's like, hey, everybody makes mistakes. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it. Um, there's a joke here about kids coming from poop. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. So he's like, remember the time I told my one son that kids come from poop? And so he stood over a toilet and waiting for his brother to show up? Which, what? <laughs> yeah. She's like, that isn't funny, dear. And I think she's correct. Um, Sandler thinks that uh, Sandler hears in the background a bunch of kids saying like hey I'm gonna call you later and blah 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 so he thinks like his sons are on the phone again so he immediately intends on kicking down the door and being like I roll over you give me your phones right (laughs) away just to the whole kids so he barges into the master bedroom but the kids are on cup phones you know like the cup and strange style ones and they're all joking and having fun and, like, just if you've never used a cup phone before, the line needs to be taught for it to work at all, but you gotta, like, they do so much awful, dumb comedy with this. And, and it's, the other thing that doesn't work about this is, like, why would they give a shit about cup phones? 
They have real phones. Yeah. Like, it's like not, a kid. But they're rediscovering the innocence of youth back in the 70s. Yeah, the innocence of 70s like Adam 14. Yeah. Like, this fucking kid has opinions about bottled water. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about a cup phone. Like, Yeah, he wants to go off. to Milan for gelato. Like. Yeah, like, this kid is of the fucking culture, Adam Sandler. Fuck off. Oh. Yeah, so... Uh, Sam was like, oh, you're having a great time. Maybe you should install those phones in all the adult rooms. I don't know why he said that. Like, was he supposed to spy on kids? I don't know. Uh, then there's a fart joke by Chris Rock's mother-in-law. She's sitting he, he on one of his He goes and lines. follows a whole line, like, for... And this scene takes kid, way too long again. Did the kids put that there? Yeah, But like, it's I under guess, the mom's butt, the mother-in-law's butt. Yeah, and, and that's the whole joke. Her. Yeah, it's not even worth explaining. And he acts like, oh, gross. And it's like, well, the fucking smell doesn't come through a cup phone, you stupid moron. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is Adam Sandler, too. This guy has made so many fucking fart jokes in his career. Like, there should be no way that he's upset by any of this. Anyway, um, we cut to a scene. Uh, Adam Sandler and his wife are in bed. Adam Sandler's wife is talking via a cup phone that's like, yes, I'm the tooth fairy for our family, but everybody's family has a different tooth fairy. And, like, it comes out the mom and the daughter are having fun talking to each other over the phone, and the mom's very happy she's reconnecting with the daughter. And the Dunkin' Donuts logo is very proudly displayed, displayed yes. <laughs> on that cup Hello, phone. could I have Adam Sandler oh. look directly at the camera and say, <laughs> wow, America really does run on Dunkin'. This is, this is another <laughs> scene where the cup rotates as they change. Just to make perfectly yeah, sure. Yeah, as yeah, they because, change the camera angle. It's like, nope, we got to have Dunkin' Donuts. So yeah, because the prop master came up between each take. It was yep. like, listen, this needs to be in the frame. <laughs> the shot's going to be right here. Yeah. Um, so they're, they hang up on the daughter, and then they start overhearing Adam or Rob Schneider and his wife having, like, pillow talk or whatever. And uh, she's, like, she's forgiving him, and then, like, they get really disgusted because they're getting horny and everything. That's that scene. Next morning, the dog starts barking, and they make another kill that dog joke. It's very funny. They're the one who did that to that dog. Like, they cut that poor dog's vocal cords, and now they're, like, <sighs> fucked up about it. Yeah. Um, in the morning, Kevin James's wife is pumping breast milk for the hurt bird. So the bird that they Kevin James fell on earlier is in a box, and she's pumping breast milk for this bird. Birds that can't uh, yes. digest lactose. <laughs> Noted mammal, the bird. <laughs> <laughs> While this happens, David Spade wakes up on the couch, watches this entire scene, and gets horny. There's no that's joke it. here. That's just that's it. it. That's it, yeah. Uh, that one kid... Uh, the one kid with the breast milk thing shows up and he gets mad at his mother for sharing the milk. He's like, oh, yeah. He, and then he says something to the effect of, like, I'm going to drink you dry. He's like, the bird says, is going to drink you dry. Drink you dry. Yeah. I want milk for me. And it's just, God, it sucks. And none of it makes sense. This and is the why, kid's one joke. <laughs> God, I feel so bad for this actress. You deserve better. Please it's, stop. Yeah. Uh, Kevin James, or sorry, Adam Sandler's wife and Rita are packing the car because they are now leaving for Milan. Uh, the wife is watching a bunch of these kids down by the lake, and the kids are all having fun skipping rocks. Um, she's like, oh, and she kind of walks down to the lake and starts watching her kids have fun. And so they ask, hey, mommy, can you skip the rocks too? And she's like, yeah, I used to do it in my youth. And so she picks up a rock and throws it immediately into her son's stomach. I laughed at that. I, I gotta be honest, I I genuinely didn't see it coming, and I laughed. 
I there we guess go. We're at like as two like whole a trail of expectations, it's good. It's still not the <laughs> it, best it, joke. No, but... it, it wasn't done timing right wise. It was just so unexpected. We're in a desert. Yeah. I, I, was, ex- also... I was expecting her to like skip it like 50 times. Wow. Yeah. Also, it's being really sold. Well, that was awesome. No, she just hit it right into her son's stomach. And I just, it just made and... me laugh. Yeah, it's unfortunately really poorly sold, too, because it's yeah. being sold by a mediocre child actor, yeah. so it doesn't really work. Yeah, yeah so uh, the wife comes into the house. Uh, she's like, hey, hey, husband, Adam Sandler, I forgot how to throw rocks, so maybe we need to stay another few days, wink, wink. And so he's happy with this, that she, like, turned around on the whole thing. Um, James or Kevin James asks, uh, why go to Milan when you can see, uh, what am I even writing here? When you can see this, why, why and see then he goes, goes back. Yeah, oh, Kevin yes. James goes, yeah, like, why would you want to go to Milan for model stuff when you could be here and see this baby? And does a, does a Chris Farley fat guy shuffle? Yeah. But again, it's not good because a Kevin James isn't as funny as Chris Farley. I'm sorry, my guy, Chris either, Farley. Yeah. And also, he well, he's never been as fat as Chris Farley. And also, he's not even fat in no. relative to Kevin no. James at this point. Yeah. Like, it, it, it super doesn't work. It's just awkward man does awkward dance. It's yeah. So uh, Sandler's really happy. His wife says, uh, "Whoa, what should we do?" And Sandler's like, or she asks, "Like, what would you do if you're a kid? Let's do that." And Sandler's like, "Well, I can't really do that. It's a masturbation joke." Uh, Sandler decides that they want to go to a water park. So everyone cheers and they go to a water park. Um, while everyone's <laughs> cheering, Kevin James's wife somehow like shoots breast milk into Chris Rock's yeah, she, wife's mouth. She was pumping and she removes the pump to go, yay! And the breast milk keeps spurting because that's how breast milk works. In, yeah, yeah, no, it's not. I think, yeah. It, it's like a super soaker. It's really fucked yeah. up. Cannons charging! <laughs> Weapons fire! Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we cut to the water park. By the way, the established shot of the water park, I don't know if you noticed this, has a very obviously CG'd sign in it. Oh, oh man, I, I missed didn't see that. that. Yeah. yeah, in the establishing, like, ca- camera drone shot of the park, like, it, the park's name title shot is just very badly CG'd. Anyway. It's like, not trademarked park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they wanted to cover it up. Um, so David Spade took uh, Schneider's hot kids to go get bikinis at the Naughty and Nice store, but the ugly kid got a prude swimsuit at the stop and, and shop. And it's like, they're like, oh, but he said it was the only one that was open, and then the ugly one walks out, and we got our swimsuit at the stop and shop, and then that scene ends. So once again, David Spade curving on his Schneider's son, kids. His, yeah. Yeah. His hot ones only, obviously. So the wives go off and have some alone time for themselves um, while the dads deal with the kids. Um, they all start sitting down in the chairs. Obviously, Adam Sandler's wife is very hot. Um, Chris Rock's wife is pregnant, but she doesn't care. She's very, you know, happy-go-lucky. Kevin James' wife doesn't want to get out like and show her swimsuit for whatever reason. And then, like, Rob Schneider's wife is like, you know, normally I just go nude, and they all stop her because this is a kid's theme- film with a kid's theme park. And so while they're all doing this, this very, very hot lifeguard, uh, male lifeguard, is just, like, sitting over there watching them. And he, like, does the, like, whole peck thing as he, like, moves his peck, uh, comes up. This guy is totally we were Like, it's, like, comically We ripped. were cracking up laughing because 
for some reason, the way they filmed it, it's really weird. There's like something wrong with the perspective, and the guy's face, face looks super tiny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like super tiny, right? Yeah, I don't like, know if they we were joking that it was like this guy is like comical, like how ripped yeah. he is. But yeah, his yeah, face is so, like that image with like the tiny of the guy thing. with the tiny. Like, the, <laughs> it like looks tiny like it was size. it was drawn by Sato. Yeah, I was joking that it was like a Sato lifeguard <laughs> so like turning these ladies on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we cut over to all the dads and the kids are in line for a slide or something. Kevin James' kid wants to drink breast milk. He freaks the fuck out and is like, listen, you can't be doing this anymore. He somehow, like, beats up this other kid walking so, past like, this the little kid is walking. This, like, I don't know, seven-year-old is walking by with a carton of milk in a water park. Who which, fucking buys milk sure, in a water park? why not? He grabs him, gives him a dollar to steal the milk, and is like, drink this. And it's like... And- he like takes uh, a swig himself and he's uh, like, drink it like daddy does. Be a big boy like daddy. And oh, it's and, just... and then the kid is fixed. Oh, yeah, this milk is great. And it's like, wow, he couldn't have done that three years ago. What is that scene even for? <laughs> uh, uh, it's to to finish up the breast kid. Yeah, the breastfeeding plot kid's plotline is done now. <laughs> he's, he's fixed now. He, he can drink regular milk now. It's fine. So we cut back to the wives. The wives are like, hey, we're all married and everything, but maybe we should get this lifeguard to come over. And so Kevin James is like, I Kevin James is like, I know I can do this. So she takes off her shirt, and obviously since she was breastfeeding, she has huge tits. And the guy's seeing this, and he gets all horny, and so he comes over again. And it's what- really weird because she like really obviously comes on to him when they're an entire group of married women. Yeah, I do. It's bad. It's like. Why is any of this happening? No, no, you see, the the whole point of this water park is they wanted to have fun at a water park during this holiday, so they filmed it. True, no, yes, they wanted, absolutely Adam happened, Sandler yes. wanted to go to a water park. <laughs> yeah. Um, the kids and the dads are, okay. like, waiting in line, and they're like, hey, we learned about this trick when we were younger, so they, like, break through this fence to somehow cut to life. The schematics about this, by the way, make no sense. They're at ground no. level when they break through this fence, and somehow that gets them up to the top of this, like, fucking 10-story water slot. I guess it's like they, they go into the maintenance part of it where, like, the, the people come in, but even then, it's like... You're thinking too much. You're thinking stupid-ish. too hard. Stop, yeah. stop thinking. Yeah. Sorry, gun to wing alarm. Yeah. <laughs> it literally is, they just say, we're gonna sneak in by going through the back, and then they just are there, yeah. and you just have to deal with that. And it's, like, really stupid, too, because they're like... Like standing nearby and letting one of them through at a time when the guy's not looking and it doesn't make sense or work at all again. Yeah. So um, at, while this happens, Rob Schneider goes over to his daughters and like, hey, uh, my friend Spade, he's onto you. He's a pervert. And he's like, oh, him? I thought he was gay. That's the joke. Ha. No, and then, and then Rob Schneider is like, yeah, that's what makes him so dangerous. It's like. <laughs> The Ugh. treacherous bisexual. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's it reminded not even that. me of one of. I mean, from what favorite. we can tell, Rob Schneider's character is straight. It's just that he has he's in touch with you know his emotions and shit. And of course, that's well, gay. No, they're saying they're talking about David Spade here. Yeah, they're saying that he comes across as gay, oh, which yeah, lets right. him yeah. perv on women more. You see, yeah, it's that's awful. The whole thing. It's just a great, yeah, great trope again, that they want to keep. It's a very shitty, stupid thing. Yeah. And again, I really wish they would have just like been more dramatic with it so it could have at least been, you know, accidentally funny. <laughs> yeah. So the hot guy, we cut back to the wives. The hot guy comes over, uh, starts talking to the wives. He has this comically high-pitched voice like he was huffing helium. And a very... It's clearly... 
it's clearly him doing a voice too because you can see him straining in his neck and face to maintain <laughs> this voice he's doing like he's not good at doing this voice either like he's trying to talk like this and, hey like and it's like one that. of the worst faux canadian accents yeah it's that so I've bad ever heard it like it's supposed to be like the certain Quebecois accents have that kind of high pitched tenor to them. It wasn't that. He was talking about like, but it's not Quebecois even slightly. Yeah. So it just sounds awful. Yeah, it's like, so, oh, I don't believe you have my stapler kind of thing. I really should have just hired Psych, honestly. Just, <laughs> just voice over with him. Do a funny voice. Do a funny voice yeah. that ladies wouldn't find attractive, please. Okay, thank you. All right, here's your money. Bye-bye. Yeah. So all the wives laugh at him because he has a funny voice. And then I, one of them, I don't even remember which one. It might be my Rudolph, goes like, his voice was so funny. And then it cuts away from it. Yeah. yeah. Also, he mentions uh, he was up from Saskatchewan or something. Yeah. Saskatchewan, which later. isn't a place in Canada. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So at the top of the water slide, uh, Sandler is letting all the kids like sneak into the front of the line. By the way, the rest of the line would have seen these kids sneak in and complain. Yeah, start yeah. yelling at them. Uh, we then start getting a montage of the kids, you know, going down the water slide because they needed to fill time. Uh, the attendant at the top of the slide, after they go down once, he sees the hot daughters, uh, Rob Schneider's hot kids. And is like, haven't you kids been here before? And then Rob Schneider shows up and gets mad and is like, you don't talk to my daughters well, it's like that. Because the guys like. Because they're like, no, it must have been someone else. And he's like, bullshit, you're two of the hottest girls I've ever seen in my life. No way. Yeah, and, and this guy is like, possibly even worse of an actor than the main cast. Yeah. Oh, and you're then, using yeah, he comes some out, of the like, hottest guy or girls I've ever seen. Yeah, and then he, Rob Schneider's like, hey, you're talking about my daughters. And he's like, well, maybe the ugly one, but those other ones, that's bullshit. They're super hot. You're ugly, dum-dum. And then he rightly, again, pushes him down the slide. This is another case of... They try and make it seem like Rob Schneider is at fault when Rob Schneider is somehow no. not at fault. And so he pushed, I mean, pushing yeah. the antenna down the slide is not the greatest idea. Yeah, that's sure. too much. Yeah, that's but assault. Like, again, <laughs> again, the thing is, they're like they're trying to play it up yeah. like he's being super ridiculous, and this isn't a thing he should be mad about at all. Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, kind of. Yeah, like, it makes he, sense. It's, they're being an asshole to him. So there's more montage footage of people riding a water slide. There is a cameo here of Norm MacDonald in it for one scene for about a grand total of 10 seconds. He goes down a water slide, gets out of the water slide with a huge wedgie. That's and it for done. Norm MacDonald and his film. I hope he enjoyed oh. his vacation oh, with Adam Sandler. He, it's because one of the girls goes down and her swimsuit gets up her butt. And it's like, ooh, hot eye candy scene. So, of course, they got to send Norm MacDonald down after that. To also get one up as well. It was really Norm MacDonald showed up for a vacation tax write off. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Norm MacDonald got paid for this. <laughs> uh, we see a scene of Kevin James swimming in the kids' section. And by kids' section, I mean like the part of the pool that's like six inches deep for toddlers. And he's like floating around in it, stomach. like clearly trying to yeah. keep his, yeah, trying to keep his dick underwater. Who, 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 I wonder why. And he pees, and like he, he's like, don't. One of the kids is like, don't you know if you piss, it's gonna turn blue? He's like, that's an old wives' tale. That's a rumor. And he pisses, and the water turns blue, and his daughter's embarrassed. Oh, it's okay. The thing is, it is a myth because that those water parks are full of piss. If yes, you have ever been piss. in a water park pool, one hundred percent full of piss. Yeah, all of them are full of piss. Sorry, if you've been in a water park yeah. or a swimming pool, it's full of piss. Sorry. 
Yeah, it's fine. There's where you know what? Hey, that's there's what the worse things to be in than piss. That's what. Yeah, exactly. That's what the shock is for. It's to clarify the piss. The piss. So at least it's an enjoyable, nice piss <laughs> evening. <laughs> yeah. So of course, there's a scene since he's embarrassed by you know pissing in the pool that the other four of them get in the pool with them and also piss. It's and everyone funny. runs away. Ah, piss. It's like. Oh. And that, how have you not been kicked out? Yeah, you have. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we see a scene of uh, James Spade and Sandler. They're looking at this ride that's like a zip line. You ride the zip line and then fall into the pool at the bottom of the zip line. This is and some there's... straight up action park shit. Yeah, no, but yeah. So it should be clarified here. This zip line is a good, I would say, 50, 60 feet above in the air. It goes over also, concrete for most of it before <laughs> yeah. it hits the water. And the end of the and zip line hits a dead no wall. no safety. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no safety whatsoever. You just are holding on by... Your hands. And you better let go. And if you, yeah, you have to let go at the right time. And if you let go too early, you're going to die. Yes. <laughs> Literally yeah. die. Yeah, so they're looking at this and they think it's unsafe, which it very much is. Uh, they <laughs> go to leave, but lo and behold, Colin Quinn shows up with his buddies. Uh, Steve Buscemi's also there. And I feel, Steve Buscemi, talk to your fucking agent. You have, like, Oscar <laughs> nominations. Why are you How in did this? this yeah. Uh, so Colin Quinn calls Adam Sandler chicken. Uh, Quinn. And it's like, watch as my son does the ride. So Quinn's son gets on the ride, goes down. It's all cool. Adam Sandler's kid's like, wow, that looks awesome. So he does the ride backwards. And then Adam Sandler's like, well, I could top that. So Adam Sandler does the ride too. But he does like a spin and also like a double flip, which is very obviously a stunt double doing it. But, you know, it's cool. And there hasn't been a single joke. No. 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 This is like, like this two whole, minutes of doing this. This whole scene, you, you do the comedy rule of threes and the, there have been zero jokes. Uh, yeah, so Quinn says, uh, hey, Steve Buscemi, you should do it by your feet. And then Buscemi's like, well, why don't you do it? He's like, well, I got kids. And so they all start pumping up Steve Buscemi, who's actively acting here. He does a decent job of it. And he gets all pumped to go on it. So he goes down on his uh, with his feet. Like, you're supposed to hold on to these with your hands, but somebody gets his feet in them. He, he, goes he down. puts his feet in a rope somehow, which, bad move. Yeah, so he goes down, but he can't dismount at the right time into the water, so he slams through the wall, wildy Coyote style, at the bottom. There's a crowd reaction shot. It's and this is where the lawsuits start. <laughs> yeah. Um, we go back to the cabin. Uh, Kevin James's wife says that the kid doesn't care about breastfeeding anymore. And then what James, am I going to do with all this breast milk in my boobs? And James is like, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. And again, yeah. like... It's not played like a funny interaction between a loving couple. It's just like boobs. the stupid throwaway line that doesn't work at all. It's just yeah. boobs. It's just boobs. Yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler is doing bank shots. Um, yeah, they, they we switch over to a basketball court, which was also there. Yeah. Adam Sandler is doing bank shots. These are the same bank shots he's been doing as a kid. He's very good at them. Um the, his son says, like, well, the bank shots don't work on the Wii basketball game. And Kevin James says, we turn it and get a Wii fund. Ha, Got him. Ha, ha. Yeah. Uh, Chris Rock. Uh, oh, shit. Sorry, I just got it. Oh, I had to go back in time to, like, 2001 <laughs> when that joke was maybe anything. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Chris Rock's <laughs> wife is looking for him. Uh, she spies Chris Rock down by the lake talking with Rita. Uh, and she gets jealous or mad or something. Yeah, Why? I want to point out that he's just he's just standing in the lake. Yeah, they're just talking. They're, they're, they're far apart. They've got like this a scene jaw. is entirely chased. Yeah, there's like nothing yeah. going on. He's just talking to a lady. 
Yeah. Um, we cut to the parents hanging out by the campfire. Uh, so this is later in the evening. All the kids, I guess, have been to bed, so it's just the parents. Um, they're all hanging out by this campfire. David Spade is wasted. Uh, he wants everyone to drink. He's like, I did all my shots for you. Now you do the shots for me or something. I don't know. Um, David Spade asks how Sandler and his wife met. Apparently, this is very creepy, Adam Sandler went into a department store where his wife at the time was working. Um, and then he made her try on a skirt. And then also And this is a played as lovely, as loving... Uh, and then or like, but, and like then, a meat cute, and it's just like intensely controlling and creepy. Yeah, and then yeah. she's like, "Oh," and then later on, he had me try a bra, of course, and he's like, "Hey, hey, hey," and it's like, "Okay, but you literally did. You broke the law of don't make oh ladies do don't do that. Yeah. Don't go to a place where a woman can't like leave if you're making her uncomfortable, like her place of work, for example, and hit on her because she needs to be able to just go. Like, yep. don't." Don't trap her. That sucks. That's shitty and awful. God. Yeah. Um, so. Well, let me just go to the ladies zoo and make her try on a bra for me. I'm the good guy. Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Sorry. Uh, Chris Rock's yep. wife stands up and starts screaming that her water broke and the water is falling onto the ground. That's not how that really works, but um, she tricks everybody and thinks her water's breaking and all the men start freaking out. Uh, then she's like, ha ha, gotcha. And she was just holding a water bottle or something. That was a joke in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, son comes on and like, it's, I don't even know what son it is. Rob Schneider's wife says it makes her horny. Everybody's like, well, I was it's horny like until you said that. An old classic or something. Yeah. You know, that's the, it's old music. Uh-huh. They start dancing to the music. Kevin James puts the KFC bucket back on his head to dance with his right. wife. See, Why? the KFC bucket that's like two days old by this point and oh, would be geez. fucking gross. It would be that would smell ad- so oh, bad. That chicken grease. Yeah. Oh, you mean the one that had uh, the their coach's ashes? <laughs> yeah. <in it? laughs> the one that had human remains? <laughs> uh, so everybody starts dancing. Uh, Kevin James puts on the hat. Uh, Spade dances with his whiskey bottle since he's a single bachelor. Chris Rock and his wife think that the song is too white, which is almost a joke. They could. It was this. This kind of made me smirk. I a won't lie, bit, yeah. because it was kind of the two of them just being like, because they're aware of the fact the of wh- what they're doing. Yeah, yep. they're like, oh my god, this is the whitest shit that's ever happened. And Chris Rock kind of gives a smirk that I think may have been genuine. Yeah, like, <laughs> there are moments Chris in this film. Yeah, it's playing the there Chris are moments Rock in this strength. film. Yeah, there are moments in this film where you can see that the cast is having fun making it, and most yep. of the time you just hate them for it. Like yep. David Spade is clearly having a blast. Oh yeah, but Chris Rock had a beautiful <laughs> moment of he's right, you know, <laughs> in the middle of it, and it was like, wow, that was almost funny. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, so uh, as they're dancing, Sandler's wife is happy uh, that he brought that there, and they're glad that they're reconnecting as a family. Spade ruins the moment because he's a drunk bachelor and he, he grabs, I guess, a mounted deer head and just butts into them. There wasn't this a joke. horny too. Yeah. Um, we cut to later. David Spade is passed out on a couch. Adam Sandler is running into the kitchen to get a drink. So, like, this, this is middle of the this night. This scene by is the way. weird. The, like, yeah. this is shot. Adam this Sandler walks down the, the stairs. One scene, this scene made me laugh because it was. So bizarrely shot and so yep. confusingly constructed that it felt 
like in contrast to everything else, it's like a it was stage so bad play. feeling you formatted. It felt like it was almost like David Lynchian in like the <laughs> uh, the Frenchman in the Cowboy, where he intentionally does like the worst eighties sitcom humor possible. Yes. Like it has that same kind of strange. By the way, I'm glad you brought that up because that shit, that fucking shit rules. <laughs> it's so good. Oh yeah. my god, David Lynch's comedy is so funny. But yeah. um, but like yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's like, that, and it's just they walk up. And yeah, they're just like both talking about how they both fucked and then like they take a drink out of a jug of water and then one of them's like, oh yeah, my wife mentioned uh, Saskatoon or whatever, you know, and he's like, oh, that's weird. My wife said uh, Saskatoon too. Could be anything. And they drink out of their jugs like three times, just kind of staring off into space. They drink out of the jug. They put it down, stare at each other for a second, then drink again, then stare then drink. So, like, the pacing is really weird in the scene. It's like, really off. And again, this is where I think my compass was so out of whack <laughs> of what was humor and what wasn't that just the complete void of anything and the confusion set in by the bizarre cinematography and framing and pacing of the scene, I just, it made me laugh. I was just like, Yo. this is... This is fucking absurd. So, what so is like, the other part about this, too, is that this scene starts with Adam Sandler walking down the stairs. Camera pans over. He, like, pokes uh, David Spade, who's sleeping on the couch on the head. Like, kind of, like, just kind of looks down at him. He's giving all his attention to him. He keeps walking a little bit. The camera turns, like, all one continuous shot. And the second that it gets to Kevin James in the kitchen, he looks up at him and is like, Oh, what are you doing here? Like, like, you didn't see him walk in, yeah. The, the one person and, there standing under the one light that's on in the kitchen. And it's and just the angle, bizarre. The, the angle it's shot at, too. Like, it goes from this continuous shot sweeping thing that, like, while not incredible, you know, is is camera work to what is the most amateurishly <laughs> framed shot I think I've ever seen, the, the which is just dead straight shot. on. Yeah, it's like literally like just dead on looking straight at the fridge, straight at the island in the middle of the kitchen. And it's like super awkward and uncomfortable and unflattering to everyone involved. And it gives no interest to the viewer. And it's just this whole scene is so out of place that I almost I almost want to see a movie that was made like this, where it's all paced <laughs> like this, where it's like nothing happening and then more nothing happening and a not joke in the middle. <laughs> Yeah, so um, they're like, okay, we have to go fuck with David Spade because he's passed out on the couch. Uh, they go over, and there's like three minutes of them doing absolutely nothing. Like, they start slapping his face. They start making fun of him in mommy voices or whatever. Was, was anyone else bothered by the fact that they never drew something on his face? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. the classic right there. You draw right? something on your friend's face. You but then when they're shooting tomorrow, they, or they wouldn't be able to shoot tomorrow if they did it with a Sharpie. But they just make, like, a child molestation joke at That him. also happens, yeah, yeah, by the way. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they do a thing <laughs> where they're, you're, like, talking to him in his sleep. And your like, stepdad, oh, hey, like, touched you touch inappropriately, you didn't he? And then, hey, and then it just gets yeah. dropped. It's like, hey, it's me, your mom's boyfriend who touched you and stuff. And, like, he's responding to it negatively, and they're playing this as a joke and not the most horrible thing you could do to a person. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. 
So eventually, the height of their comedy is that they just go dump him in a closet. And he I love himself. this shot too because it's another proof that they, they couldn't get the camera where they wanted it because you just see a shot of Adam Sandler standing outside of the cupboard because they clearly couldn't get the camera to like show you the inside and then they, they kind of just it. shove him in and then the scene ends. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so the next day, it's the Fourth of July. Um, that bird they were nursing back the health with breast milk after Kevin James fell on it, they throw it in the air and it flies away. Um, Sandler, like all the wives are in the kitchen making breakfast and Sandler's wife, who I guess is good with fashion, is at a sewing machine trying to make like a uniform or something. And she gets mad at it and starts yelling at it in Spanish. And then Chris Rock's wife makes fun of her for speaking in Spanish. It is... It is the most tasteless joke. Yeah, I've it's ever a very heard. speak it's, English moron thing. Like, I, it does. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the whole thing of where you just kind of tastelessly imitate the sound someone's making. It's like the yep. kind of joke a four year old would make and th- not realize they're being racist, very offensive, <laughs> yeah. and, and like shitty. To Spanish, like and to Spanish too, which is like yeah, the second most spoken weird. language in the country. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Especially until like, your friend's again, wife. It's like... <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, that's the other thing too. It's like, this is a successful world-traveling woman who presumably speaks a couple languages because she does business in a lot of places. Uh, like, Milan, so I assume she speaks, like, Italian. Yeah. It's or, weird. You know, like, if not, yeah, at the very least, like, this is just... This is a woman who has her shit together and should be treated with respect, and no one does. Like, everyone... Like, nope, sorry, you're the clown's wife. Fuck you. <laughs> like, oh. yeah, yeah, so David Spade wakes up. He's very hungover. He comes out of the closet, and he looks like a shit show. Uh, he has that breast pump on, and they are all very angry when they take it off, and it makes a suction cup sound. Um, he then says he had a great dream about a blonde, and the dog follows him out of the closet. David Spade fucked the dog. He did fuck the dog. Also, that... why would you tell this to your friend's wives when you're completely hungover and not wearing pants? Because he's that kind of character. Um, we got the outside. Uh, Sandler, James, and Snyder are making sh- are playing shoots and ladders for cash, which is actually a kind of funny joke. <laughs> yeah. um, David Spade shows up, and Schneider and... Um, and they're all like, hey, maybe you should tell Spade about this. So Schneider's like, yeah, my wife and I are thinking about having a kid. And so Spade says, like, yeah, man, my last fuck was this tall blonde. And during the sex, a uh, picture frame fell down and hit her on a head and cut her forehead. And then lo and behold, one of Rob Schneider's daughters come out from behind him, says that David Spade's snoring kept her all, up all night and had a cut on her head. So Snyder gets really pissed off at David Spade and chases him around in some wacky scenes for a bit. Um, they eventually corner him at it on a, like this dock deck thing. I don't it's know. sort of like a deck that is big enough for the entire cast, which is important. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, Rob Schneider kicks David Spade in the dick, and then that hurts his own foot since I guess they it's took the him to urgent care. Did they? He has this huge like gauze bandage around his foot, but like there's no indication he actually went to a doctor. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, they argue about it for a bit, but uh, his daughter show up and said, like, oh, yeah, he didn't have sex with me. He's a creeper. Um, she said that she cut her head putting something in a closet or looking out a window. And then, like, it shows two of the younger kids, like, oh, no, it may have been them spying. 
Or yeah, like I heard someone, yeah, so I hit my heard, head, yeah. so I jumped up and hit my head or something, and it yeah. was like the little kids who were spying on her. Because one of Sandler's sons and Chris Rock's sons, their whole plot ark is that uh, they're also into da- into uh, Rob Schneider's daughter. Horny which as makes, fuck. I mean, that makes a little it's, bit more sense. It makes a bit teenagers. more sense, but yeah. it's also like, yep, that's the only joke you got in this movie. Congrats. So uh, Spade says that, like, oh, dude, they're your daughters. I never sleep with them. And He's like, like, you're my friend. I wouldn't sleep with your daughters. I just dress them up in skimpy bikinis. <laughs> and look at them all the time. Leer at them all the time. He's like, yeah, be very gross at them. Aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, man, why want to do that? Plus, my life isn't together like yours. You've got everything, man. And then Sandler's wife shows up and says, that, like, oh, yeah, I just talked to the assistant on the phone. He says, the trip to Milan was canceled before we even got to New England. Why would you lie to me like this? And she is really upset about them. She's so, like, rightly so, because Adam Sandler is a fucking piece of shit right here. Yeah, and he this canceled was a lie that's trip, been going like, on. Yeah, and reminder, everyone thought, including the kids, that Milan was happening the whole time, and they packed for it. Like, it wasn't like he was like, we're going to surprise your mom by, like, staying at this thing. It's going to be great. It was just... No, he, 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 he was like... I can convince my wife that we are staying, so I'm going to cancel the flight to Milan because we're not going to Milan. He just fucking lied to her, and yep. he's just a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, so she asked, when is the line going to stop? He says, I'll do it right now. And he's like, I was mad that my kids are spoiled. They all have a nanny and stuff. And like, Whose really fault get out is nature. that, Adam Sandler? Nope, doesn't what? come up. We're solving what? the plot right now, by the way. Like, every plot happens in this oh, scene. Oh, yeah, by yeah, the way, the if you... Resu- like, resolution scene. Welcome to Zend. Welcome to the Zend portion yeah. where the whole thing just fucking wraps. Yeah, and then we get a bonus 20 minutes after. And then, yeah, the movie keeps going. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he says like we got nanny everything. Like I want the kids to know who they what they were happening and everything. Um, Chris Rock makes a joke about saying like, oh yeah, you do have a nanny. Like men lie all the time, and that's what his mother-in-law says. And like especially Chris Rock, you lie all the time too. And then like he's like, what have I been lying about? I've been great. And then Chris Rock's wife steps in and is like, you were talking to the nanny now by the lake. And Chris Rock's like, I just wanted a conversation with someone who wouldn't berate me for being a stay-at-home dad. Right. This this. It was just a scene of the two of them standing in the lake talking. Like, they weren't even close yeah. to each other. He was just talking to the some lady. The jealousy where Chris Rock's wife is unfounded. The, this Absolutely. is the, like, go go into the Gundam character motivation scene. Because let's recap, like, what everything that they, like, wrap up here, what it actually was in the film. Because, like, yeah, there was one, two, two one. scenes, basically. Yeah. Where yeah, the Chinese one. He, he spoke was Chinese and the and, nanny. and don't worry, it's better. Yeah, Chris Rock's wife is jealous for no real reason other than need it to be for plot. Um, so like he's like, I can't have a conversation with my wife because she's working all the time. That she comes home tired and never wants to spend time with me because I'm a stay-at-home dad and I feel emasculated. And then the mother-in-law is like, Oh, well, you should have married someone else. And then Chris Rock's wife apologizes and is like, hey, let's go on a date night on Thursday. And then Chris Rock, again, is like, well, that's Grey Anatomy's night. It's funny how I like watching this chick TV show. (laughs) Stay at home, Dad. And so now they're just doing airing of grievances. Um, Kevin James says, like, listen, i got to be frank with all you guys. I've been laid off since April. I rented the car. It seemed like I was doing good money-wise, but I'm actually doing shitty money-wise. This is where the scene where he bought all the burgers comes in you know the flashing the credit card and scene. Hey, i have money and this was yeah. an hour ago by the way yeah it, it, there was no stakes involved the last no. time it was brought like up like if he was trying to pretend like he was rich but like he wasn't paying bills or something because of it then there would have been stakes but like there's nothing no reason for that well not only that he's just... trying to be rich compared to adam sandler yeah the furniture salesman versus the movie executive <laughs> yeah not happening there 
Um, Rob Schneider says that, like, oh, I'm also going to be honest. I'm wearing a toupee, and everybody's like, yes, we know. Um, then Rob yeah, Schneider didn't mention it, but it comes up a couple times. It like detaches, and they play it like a big goof. And we didn't mention it because it just doesn't matter. doesn't. It's not work comedy. Ever. No. Um, his wife comes in and makes a transphobic remark, and yeah, she says she's a man, and everybody. We we saw that we saw that come in, and, and it's like, I was like, oh, could you oh, say that to I, me? I was lying. Oh, I'm hurt. You believe me? And I'm like, oh my fucking god, this swerved right into extremely offensive again. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, she gets mad that they're hurt. They would even believe that she would be a man. It's really bad. It's gross. Um, she says... This that, This film has problems with gender in general. Oh, like, God, it yeah. has yeah. a lot of gender issues across the board. Stay-at-home dad jokes, the old guys ogling young women jokes, and it's totally fine as long as you don't bag them. Uh, the okay, women sex are, with old people jokes. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, women are objects until they're older, and then they're just gross things. Yep, like it sucks. It's so if bad. The man and, and a woman do the same thing. Hello. It's fine if the man does it. Yeah. It's yeah. It sucks. It, it's so clearly like improv too, and they just yeah. left it in the film. Like fuck it. So We're in that um, demo. Rob Schneider's wife says that there's uh, love in here. Everybody, all the families really love each other. And then when Rob Schneider snapped the other day, even though she looked calm and collected, she was really mad about the hurtful things she said and didn't say hurtful things back to Rob. There's a bunch of jokes where she berates Rob Schneider here for a bit. I didn't write them down because they're all bad. Doesn't matter. He's uh, ugly. You she says that him. life is complicated, but that makes it good. And the first act is exciting, but the second is where the depth is. And they all have a group hug because they, you know, we have resolved all the plots so we can just get on with the, the rest of the The old Finally, the old wise person could deliver the moral so we can move on. Wait, wasn't there a black old person here later? Shouldn't no, they have no, been doing no, this no, according no, no. to Adam she, Sandler She's formula? not a character. She's a joke. Listen, the movie's oh, done. We have to finish wait, the rest of the vacation. Wait, wait, wait. But no, no, no. This old lady is also a joke. No, bullshit. What? <laughs> Objection. Objection. This Hold lady's up. also a joke. Okay, Hold Schneider's up. wife has way more character than yes, Rob's yeah. mother-in-law. Like, honestly. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Fair. really... Um, fucking Chris Rock's mother-in-law is just the mother-in-law trope. That's yep. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. just her. That's it. She comes in, says something really offensive and farts and that's it. Yeah. So uh, we get a montage. I guess they rented a fucking horse-drawn buggy. My ass is stuck in the seat. Ah. Uh, they take their kids to the fair. Um, the Rock kids flip into the water. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Oh, yeah, they, they did a fucking joke about, like, the thing where you put a mattress on the water and you sit on the edge of it and the other kids jump right. into the other side. Yeah, and yeah I forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't even know what the fuck I was writing there. It doesn't matter. Um, Adam Sandler is giving uh, Kevin James command of the car detailing company. So, like, I guess the whole way they're resolving Kevin James's laid-off plot is that Adam Sandler is going to give him a bunch of money to start a car Nepotism. detailing place. Yeah, the start a car dealing, de- dealing place in Boston or something. And, like, Chris Rock wants in on that because he knows, like, the Celtics owner and he's a Girl Scout leader. That's how he knows him. Ha ha, he's effeminate. I don't know. Yeah, and hey, welcome to uh, the way half of these uh, plot points are going to be wrapped up, which is Adam Sandler is the nicest, most benevolent, philanthropic human being on Earth. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, he's so wonderful. He really is a great guy. He's so above. To be fair, Kevin James is like, I can't take this money. And Adam Sandler says one of the effect of, like, you're not taking my money. You're making me more money. Or something. So yeah, it's, it's stupid. Um, but uh, yeah, you'll see this come up a lot in yep. the next uh, less less of the film. Yeah, uh, we cut to a scene of Kevin James is ready to water ski. He's on the bank with the water skis on, holding onto the back of the boat. 
or back of the tow line off for the boat. Rob Schneider goes and gives the boat some gas, but it doesn't go anywhere. And then he gives it more gas and the boat like pitches up really high. And the joke is Kevin James is too fat that the boat can't move. This, this is the one I was talking about. This doesn't work so much no. less than every other fat joke in this because like Kevin James can't even sell this. Well, he, he, is just standing, he is standing stock still coming like, come on, dude, just... Just give it some gas, dude. Like well, the whole time. That's the thing is all the rest of these jokes are, they're not just he's fat. They're he's fat and he's clumsy. But this one is just he's yep. fat. There's he's no so clumsy fat. involved. And he's not so, that fat. So and he's not that fat. So the joke doesn't yep. work. Like at least the other ones, it's like, haha, a semi-large man fell down. That's yep. still kind of funny. Yeah. This is just, there's nothing. It's just him standing still and them like, it's like the universe trying to gaslight this poor man into thinking he's fat. Like, it's not funny. It just is like, well, this doesn't work at all. It sucks. Yep. It's, it's like a 240-pound man. I, you really can't make me buy that he's that big at this point, you know? Like, yeah. sorry. It's, it's almost funny that they're going this far with the fat joke and he's not that fat. Yep. Like, if I thought like, for a minute that that was the intention, that he's not fat and they're making fat jokes... But no, they're just making fat dresses like Kevin James is yeah. fat. They gotta fill in the time. And that's the thing, too. And what kills me, too, is it's like it might end up being a little insulting towards a lot of their demographic because the Midwest is a little bit heavier on average. And, like, <laughs> saying, acting like Kevin James is fat is like, there's a lot of people very much fatter than Kevin James. Yep. And you're kind of just roasting ass. It sucks. It's not good. Yeah. <sighs> so uh, we cut to later on in the evening. Um all the families are sitting around like eating watermelon and watching the fireworks or something. But Colin Quinn shows up. Colin Quinn's really pumped about this 5v5 game. He challenges Sandler to the 5v5. Sandler's like, listen, dude, I'm here with my family. Because we almost forgot to resolve the basketball yeah, story. Yeah. <laughs> the most like, important I'm here with point. my family. We, need, we want to relax. Just go do it. But he's like, dude, we busted Buscemi out of uh, the hospital. And we have to see this game. We cut over to Steve Buscemi. He's standing there in a full body cask. He, he also has the fakest plastic hands uh, sticking straight up and it's the camera is going to really focus on them soon and it's it's really yeah. oh this movie's cheap so it's like well man uh, so Adam Sandler's like well we can't because Rob Schneider you know he got his foot hurt he's got an arrow through it or whatever and Rob Schneider comes up and he's like yeah man but listen coach would have wanted me to try and then like Sandler makes some joke about him saying like Adam Shatner God William Shatner I can see <laughs> <laughs> Adam Shatner. Adam Shatner. Oh my God, that would be a terrible person. Okay, uh, Sandler says, "Okay, sure, let's play some basketball." Steve Buscemi has a line and he's cheering, and Steve Buscemi is by far the best actor in this film. It's so not but even close. Then they but also he, start he, making a bunch of hands up jokes, like, "Oh, did you do a field goal? Oh, is you doing the Y and the IMC?" Like, you know, it's just them clearly improving on him again. again. It's they turned another one of the actually good actors yep. in this film into a prop yep. and are just doing jokes based on a prop. Yep. And it just happens to be Steve Buscemi. And he goes which like, is, oh, good one, guys. Which is a fucking crime. Yep. How dare you? How dare you <laughs> yeah. have Steve Buscemi and have him be a prop in your film, Adam Sandler? Yeah. <laughs> fucking wild. Ingrateful. So uh, we get a slow-mo shot of the five of them walking the court and to the court with their uniforms on. Um, that his wife, I guess, made before she knew the basketball game was coming. Yeah, it's very convenient. Um, we see Chris Rock. He starts talking to Tim Meadows, who's in this film. 
Yep. And they start making joke about how it's like, oh, I see the other black guy from this town is here. It's like, no, you're the other black guy from this town. Very, yeah. It, it uh, like it would have probably been a decent joke on its own, but then they start going on for another thirty seconds to a minute, like it's, trying again, to they extend over, the bit, oversell, overexplain the bit, yep. and it's really painful. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's a decent joke on its face, but then it's like, oh, but no, I'm the blacker black guy. Yeah, so uh, yeah. basketball starts happening. There's a montage of them uh, playing. It's interest uh, cut with like shots of them and their youth doing the same thing. I don't really care. Um, Tim, they've not improved since they were in middle school. Aren't you proud of them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a shot here of Tim Meadows doing a shot, and he hits a beer out of somebody's hand. That's funny. Um, so Kevin James and the other the Kevin James and the Kevin James equivalent on the other team. <laughs> Uh, are having a very yeah, tough time. Yeah, Dark World Kevin yeah. James. <laughs> they're having a very tough time of all this, and they're like, dude, we're fucking, I can't do this. I'm going to die. Let's fake injuries. So they both fake injuries. Um, and it seems that even though they are the one faking injuries, everybody in this game is just out of shape because they're all 50. Uh, one of the guys on the other team goes and eats a cannoli. Sure, that's funny. Oh, so, oh, so <laughs> important. Yes. So this scene, he actually steals a cannoli from a kid. It's like his wife and two kids. But the thing is, we saw something in the credits, and we decided to look it up, and uh, the wife and two kids of this random guy on the bad guy team, Adam Sandler's real wife and kids. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. They are the Sandlers. His real wife was not hot enough to be his fake movie wife. That's why the kid has some line about, like, oh, it's the cannoli, daddy. Like, it's like, yep. Wow, I didn't know that. Adam Sandler's wife and kids are in this film. But not as his wife. Nope. So, um, and it's not like they make Selma Hayek act. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Sandler and Quinn are both out of shape too. Uh, they're like, listen, maybe we should get our kids to finish this because there's nothing better than just bringing these kids into your fucking 30 year feud. Yep. Um, Steve Buscemi touches a boob. That, that happens. Pregnant yeah. ladies boob Pregnant as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, I want to touch the bump and he touches the boob instead. I feel so bad for Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I hope you got paid money for this too, Steve Buscemi. So uh, Adam Sandler, Colin Quinn, and their two kids play two-on-two basketball. Uh, Quinn makes a three, but his foot was on the line, and Sandler sees this, but Sandler doesn't say anything. Uh, the game is tied. Uh, he sees that like Colin Quinn's like family is kind of looking sad and upset about this. Like They're really concerned about whether their father's going to win. And so... like. Adam Sandler has the, the basketball and he's about to make the game when he points. He, he pulls up for the same shot and they've said a few times he never misses, misses this shot. Yeah, but like he sees his wife being sad so he bricks it. Um, and everybody's really kind of shocked about that. Colin Quinn gets the rebound and makes a layup and wins. The incredible, the incredible benevolent Sandler is willing <laughs> yep. to give you this one, you lowly peon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let them let them have the crumbs in the scraps of my remains. Oh, be, be, oh, rejoice. I let you have your little b-ball game. <laughs> so fucking I'm going to go man. make movies. Ooh. It really is. They make a point later on to like absolutely hammer home that Sandler let them win because they couldn't win on their own. Sandler had to let them win. I wanted them to experience winning for once in their shitty the garbage first lives. <sighs> yeah, so the kid, the kid's gr- dramatically not upset by it. He's like, Dad, we'll try harder, Dad, back in Hollywood when we get home. And they're all whatever. 
Uh, we cut the fireworks at the end of the night. There's a montage of them having a good time. No one cares. Uh, the wife asks Adam Sandler about the bank shot. He's like, I, you don't miss those. How did you miss that? And he's like, well, listen, the Quinn family really needed to learn how to win. And we needed to learn how to lose. He says, Ugh. as he goes back to Hollywood with his fucking hot wife who goes to Milan all the time to be a fucking executive movie producer. While the and other then guy the movie is murders. like, wait, shit, that's not a good enough yeah. line to end, not, a, not a good enough joke to end the movie yeah. on. So. Yeah, so as they have this moral scene, which is really repugnant and not standing, <laughs> David yep. Spade shows up drunk as fuck and tries arrow roulette and shoots the arrow straight up in the air. And everybody freaks the fuck out, which they should, because this is a mass assault. Amanda's committed a terrorist action, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the mob panics, everybody runs. Uh, the mother-in-law falls into the cake. Steve Buscemi is stuck alone because he can't run because he's in a body cask. <laughs> and it falls into his foot. And that's the fucking end of the movie. That's With the them stinger. injuring Steve Buscemi. That's the stinger, Yay. baby. Well, because taking his dignity wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is Steve also, Buscemi, pretty well. So but. there was one thing that came up in the credits that was very good. There were a couple things. First of all, uh, Soul Calibur is apparently somehow in this movie yeah, at I some didn't point see it at because all. there's a Bandai Namco uh, is in the credits for Soul Calibur, huh. and I didn't see huh. any Soul Calibur or hear any Soul no, Calibur. Me but apparently, there's some maybe they'll in there at some point where they were flipping the grannies off the boat. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so. But, I mean, I'm not a professional gamer or anything, so who knows? Uh, but then the other thing is, uh, we found out it was it, they mentioned the location, and it's like Essex, Massachusetts, or something. Yeah, yeah. And I was watching it with my friends, and uh, you know, and Doc, and Doc in particular realized, oh my god, I vacationed in that cabin. <laughs> like, <laughs> had this horrifying, life shaking realization, and like. I was like, oh, are you sure it's the same one? He's like, I remember that room. I was with my aunt, and she brought a pizza, and there was no sauce, but there was tomatoes, and it was delicious. I remember that was my first time having a sauceless pizza. I ate raw potato chunks with her while we peeled them, lightly salted, and talked about how much we loved. Like, he's having these, like, wonderful childhood memories. <laughs> and is now being, Sandler, like, yeah. they came out of nowhere, like, forgotten shards, these Sweet beautiful Jesus. gems I of remember life. that fireplace. And, and they are now being corrupted with Adam Sandler's grown-ups. And I'm partly responsible. And I apologize, my friend. Like, you you know, you may have lost those memories, but they may have been better stayed lost than being recovered in this form. So I apologize to my friend Doc for making, <laughs> making that a, just a bad time to think about. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this movie, like, thinking about it, it had... Pretty much zero jokes in it. Like it was so much. Let's just go in and improv it as like their entire plan. And and like there were a couple bits they planned. Like here's the setup. Here's the payoff. Like yep. the, the hot lifeguard, and then later on them being like, "Oh, we're Saskatoon," but like they weren't good and they weren't delivered well. Like no, yep. there's no delivery in this film. It's incredible for a seasoned cast of quote unquote comedians. None of them can deliver, deliver yeah. a line, nope. any anything. They couldn't deliver anything. So much of this feels like the kind of things that would end up on the cutting room floor. Like. Most of this should have ended up on the cutting room floor. Someone like, editing this movie probably had to cut worse things from it. Because uh, the Jesus. fucked up part. Yeah, you're right. Like, imagine all the improv they did that didn't make it into this movie. Ugh. 
And that that's like what if I was someone came and gave a performance of this level when I was shooting a comedy, I would say like, "Hey, you know what? Take the rest of the day off. We're gonna do scenes without you. Get it together. <laughs> Come back. Like try again better tomorrow. Like no, we see we only rented the cabin for a week. <laughs> <laughs> they had to get this wrapped quick. I mean, the thing I was talking to Ty about the other day is like, if this is grown ups, what is grown ups too? Right. right, because like knowing, Which I've heard is measurably worse. Like, how could oh, you get worse how? from this? Like, well, unless, well, I mean, like, this is a, a joke from this for the for the next one, and I guess we'll find out next season. Uh, Gundam ah. podcast, the Gundam Heroes Hooray! Hey, by the way, uh, Vickis, I believe it's your turn uh, to pick what we do next. Have you decided yet? Or are you still thinking about it? Uh, I mean, I think I'm gonna do gonna go with turn A. Turn A is good. Turn A, we have to watch okay. Good, thank you. Well, to be fair, Hooray. like we we did uh, Galactic Heroes and then G Gundam, which were series we liked, and I kind of like to get back to that <laughs> rather than yeah, concentrating yeah, 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 yeah. all of the awful in one shot. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Going from Gundam Wing to Endless Waltz to Grown Ups was like ooh, pure wombolium on that. Yeah, I I got fucking hit it's by all of that. It all right there, Yeah. Yeah, I, Jesus Christ. I would Christ. rather watch Gundam Wing again than rewatch <laughs> Like Grown all Ups. 49 yes. episodes. Yes, all of Gundam Wing, the round of Grown Because at least Gundam Wing, I could like talk about it. Grown Ups was just so miserable. It was this miserable. Film, this film has extreme time dilating properties, too. It, because, yes. like, yeah, you watch 20 minutes of it and you're like trying to focus at all and it feels like days. Like, it's unbelievable how yep. much this film just drains you. The thing, too, is like, especially to me, is like. Every, like the five main characters in this film like are unredeemable assholes and like yep. we, we brought Every up one the, of them the awful whole likes. concept of like the toxic masculinity and shit but like it, in a way this makes me feel bad because like as a kid like growing up as a teenager I had friends like this like we would you know make like rude and you know cutting comments to each other not really mean spirited but like they would hurt emotionally and as yeah. like an adult like I realized looking back on it like that was really shitty thing wow. to do and I try I not to do that ass. as much anymore and like yeah, watching same. these assholes do is like these guys did not grow out of it it, yeah. it is a cele- 40 year old men celebrating the way they acted when they were 18. Yeah. Like they haven't grown. I mean, like maybe that's the per- the theme of the film that didn't grow up. But like, it's yeah. just infuriating watching these assholes do this and get away with it. It's. Mm. Well, um, good podcast, everybody. Hooray. Hey, I hope you enjoyed don't us. Don't watch this. <laughs> Don't please, please don't, don't watch please. it. We please. did it you for listen, you. Stop you it. Listen to, you listen to a description and us ripping on this movie for longer than the runtime of the movie. I really can't emphasize enough. There was, like, when we went into this, I was just like, this is going to be between two and a half and three and a half yep. hours. And I we have knew. to accept that because, like, this movie is that bad. It, 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 I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. Just to DGV you, do not. We have taken on this pain for you. Yeah. Well, at least we get to watch Turn A, which is good, so. Yeah. Yeah, next season, which will probably start in, like, a couple weeks and stuff. We got to get our buffer back together and all yes. that stuff. We're, but, like, uh, negative on buffer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that whole thing of how, like, we only missed one week so far across three seasons, that's because when we take these breaks, we're building some stuff up. So we'll catch you all in a couple weeks, and, uh, yeah, have a good one in uh, space anime. And also... Fuck Adam Sandler. Fuck Adam Sandler. Yeah. Games. Oh my god. One sec. I have to tweet this out. I have to tweet out. <laughs> I just realized now, I think I recognize the fucking lake and shit that they went to 
Oh my god. I a think tale I've been there. Eternally retold of drones and a us. Soul still burns. <laughs> a soul still burns. <laughs> I just now understand why he had the UMass shirt on. This was set in Massachusetts. It sure was. I think I've actually so your back. That was your house, Doc. You've been, have, you been to, have you been to that lake house? Go find that lake house and burn I it. I think I actually genuinely ride. haven't been to that lake house because my a fucking uncle rented it once. Amazing. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm not joking. I think that's true. <laughs> uh, town of Essex, I'm, Massachusetts. I'm having like a yeah. genuine goddamn <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. existential crisis. Yeah, yeah. I might not a couple of days in the fucking set of grown-ups. <laughs> <laughs> this was worth it. Oh, I love gaming. I love oh gaming God. and talking with my gaming friends. <laughs> oh, this made this whole experience worth it. Oh, Holy content. shit. Content. Oh. 